Thanks to Shudder for supporting FilmSack. Shudder is the streaming service with the best selection of horror, thriller, and supernatural from Hollywood favorites and cult classics to original series and new films. To try Shudder for 30 days, go to Shudder.com and use the promo code FilmSack. 11.55, almost midnight. Enough time for one more story. One more story before 12 just to keep us warm. Mom, can I have a stomach pounder and a Coke? <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mine of the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 530. I'm Scott Johnson. And I'm joined today by Brian. This is his first time hitchhiking, unless you count all the other times he hitchhikes Dunaway. Thirteen times. Has anybody seen Michael Myers? Oh hi. <laughs> Ahoy, Captain Blake. Look, me and the ghost crew have been going all over this small bay town, the cover of fog at night, knocking on doors and waiting to be invited to, to take revenge on what the town folk did to us a hundred years ago. But I got to be honest, so far the results have not been great. So maybe you can go over the rules again and we can figure something out. Okay. So we operate under the ghost pirate rules, right? No, we aren't really pirates, even though we arrived in a ship and carry around swords and hooks and are searching for me gold that was taken. Okay, so maybe leprechaun rules then? No, not really, because it's more than just about the gold. It's about revenge and doing supernatural things like ringing up folks on the phone or turning doubloons into the boards and stuff <laughs> like poltergeist. I can work with that. But wait, aren't poltergeists usually just energy stuff? I mean, we are in physical form walking around like the undead right now. So maybe we are like zombies then, you know, crashing through windows and pulling ladies hairs until they scream. And the men beat our hands back with hammers and shit. God, that really hurts my leprosy riddle to hands. But not like zombies, because we aren't just willy-nilly killing anything we living that we encounter. It's more specific than that. Like when we killed the horny weatherman, he answered the door and invited us in like vampires and bam, hooked to the neck. Guaranteed boner killer. Okay, I think we've overcomplicated this whole thing. How about we split up? This is always a better plan. One group will chase the sultry voice siren with two first names to the top of the lighthouse radio station. And the other will head over to the church, scare the hitchhiker running for Michael Myers, spook the cop who is not a cop, freak out the town planner who doesn't want to go home and chop off the head of the preacher and retrieve our gold that is now a cross, which is probably not a good idea now that I'm thinking about it because maybe I'm not 100% sure we're not vampires. <laughs> aliens, we're aliens. Randy, you've earned it. <laughs> Wow. That was a lot. That was a lot yeah. in there. Holy crap. I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. Well, then here's this one. Randy, I think his sign is bleeding water all over your tapes, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian, Brian. <clears throat> Randy. And hey, all you cool sailors and sailorettes, it's 1201 AM here on KRTJ, the witching hour. And I'm your host with the most unlikely radio studio location even at 10,000 watts we're only reaching a maximum number of a dozen listeners or so but that's okay 
because I'm going to talk you through surviving a Reaver revenge party <laughs> as long as you follow my three easy steps. Number one, homicidal supernatural killers are highly visible due to their bright glowing clouds of fart gas that precede their arrival. So use your eyes. Number two, apparently the Reavers have to knock on your door if it's a well-sealed door. That's right. There is a game changer there, folks. Just, you know, ignore the knocking. Use your ears and you're fully protected. Number three, they only come a-killin' at midnight. So just, you know, don't be here at midnight. Yes. Didn't you plan to go to Vancouver anyway? Mm -hmm. Just go to Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver doesn't ever have ocean fog, right? Hmm. <laughs> Never. I think we saw the same movie. Yeah, we did. A lot did. of the same vibes. No, this mm -hmm. is good. We're this is always confirmation when we do these intros. It makes me feel better about like making sure I saw the right year, the right title, <laughs> right, like, <laughs> right, the right version of the movie. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, we we don't usually have a problem with that, but it always is a bit of a relief. All right, finally, yeah. Brian, just go out with the weatherman already, Ibit. Well, let's talk about what fun it is being last of the three. Intros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweet. <laughs> that was the band Royalty Free and their song Three Minute Instrumental Jazz Dash General. I hope you're doing well tonight. You're listening to KAB, K Adrian Barb I mean K Antonio Bay Radio. <laughs> I'm your host, Stevie Wayne. Weather tonight is relatively clear. The weatherman is predicting some rain, but from my lighthouse radio station and submarine sandwich shop, I'm not seeing... Wait, I think I see something approaching on the ocean and heading towards town. Oh my God, if you're driving in town, get out! The fog is heading down Beachfront Boulevard and it's not stopping at any lights! Anyway, coming up later this hour, we'll be playing some music by Studio Group. But before that, let's take a look at your traffic and... Oh my God, the fog is making it into our residential area! Mrs. Corbett's run! Take Andy and run to the church where Father Malone, like that name's not a trope, will protect yeah. you! Fog hates churches! So where was I? It's time for a dedication, and this one comes to us from Frank, who still wants his money from Father Malone. It's yeah. a classic by a group simply called Music, and it's called, Oh my God, the fog is at my house! Please, anyone, go to 227 Cedar Street and get my son Andy! Won't somebody help? Just go there and wave your arms around to dissipate the fog. Fog. Yeah. <laughs> you get a little bit of a Seinfeld vibe at the end there. You can't do, I, I thought about that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, really thought about the screaming and I, and I realized you can't yeah. do that. Like you, like what yeah. she as a, as a radio host or, or you or mean any, us or as a film sack, uh, a, a podcast host or anything you, you can't like, you know what I mean? Like what yeah. she does is just out uh, unbelievable. Yeah, like, she'll yeah. make the five people listening uh, screech their tires on their red <laughs> old uh, Chevy truck and skid skid down the highway. Yeah, she would just yeah. make them change the channel like instantly. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you yeah. just can't actually do what she did. No. Like, yeah, I'm not listening. To that. I'm not listening to this horror show. Flip. Nope. Uh, I mean, That's I the reason even... why I didn't do a radio intro for The Fog, <laughs> 1980s The Fog, because I knew I was like, oh, we're all going to do radio voice things because that is that speaks yeah. to us. That yeah. I, I was, to the us. other choice was going to be uh, Father Malone telling the story yeah. of, uh, um, you know, the lepers and the boat and all that stuff yes. and the gold. 
Um, or even maybe a John Hausman. I had, I had on my list maybe John Hausman. That's what I was looking for. You let me tell you one more story. It's eleven fifty-five. <laughs> Time for me to get a new stopwatch. <laughs> right? Wasn't so, wasn't well, he also? Didn't he do the voice for? Uh, didn't he do the? You earned it commercials. Wasn't that the same guy? My yeah, uh, the, or the Grey Poupon or something? He was, did he yeah. do the no, he did the You Earned It ones. He was the. I thought so. Uh, not yeah. You Earned It, but. Uh, we oh, earned it. Uh, we earned yeah, we worked hard right, for it. We, right, right, yeah. yes. We, earned, we got our money the old-fashioned way. We earned it. You bunch of lazabouts. We earned it. That's Grandpa, a weird thing. Tell, <laughs> Grandpa, tell me about a time when commercials were something that you didn't see while playing mobile games on your phone. <laughs> right, right. Right? No, you, know, you, see them, you see them on a couple of those damn streaming services that just haven't gotten the idea. Yeah. Or you go to a hotel and that's just all you got, you know. Yeah, right, you got right. cable. Yeah, Holy shit! It always throws. You my know what though? Last yeah. the last couple of hotels I've stayed at are technologically finally with the times. You basically tune your mobile device to their um, to their network, and right. then on your TV you see, um, you know, a, a connection thing. You click it, and then on your phone it says "Connect to Chromecast Room 223." Right? It's like okay. your right, own right, right, Chromecast. Right. Yeah. And um, I mean, as long as your neighbor isn't connecting into the into their Chromecast at the same time, and you say, "Oh, look, there's 224. Let's see what I can put on his yeah. TV oh, for his yeah. kids." Here's a little, yeah. here's a little yeah. porn and, for you. And as long as there isn't someone trying to steal accounts, steal all your information, yeah. and yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, like, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I, I trust, <laughs> I trust it. Like you have to, you I, cannot go through. I don't this fully. Thing. Trust it, but I right. do. But I do. You know it. who? You know who didn't need a hotel? Jamie Lee Curtis, because she's hitchhiking and spending the night at people's here's, houses. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's Her the thing. Nick. If yeah. if you have to offer uh, to to men who might drive you places, if you have to offer to them what Jamie Lee Curtis has to yes. offer, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get some rides. Mm-hmm. You're going to you know? get thirteen rides at least. Yeah, at least, yeah. At least thirteen. <laughs> By the way, we should well, mention the name. Well, because that one guy wasn't weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we haven't done it because I don't know why we haven't, but we haven't said the name of the movie. It's The Fog from oh, no, 1980. Well, Brian did. Yeah, I said, I said Brian it. Did. I said, oh, I, I squeezed it in. I could feel, I could feel you, I could feel you uh, squirming. Yeah. He told us like the name of uh, the director and the the producer and the company that <laughs> yeah. he worked for. And yeah, the full. Yeah, I full, mentioned uh, that Janet Lee was in Psycho and also the Halloween. We went all, through all this stuff. What were you doing? And, oh. and Jamie Lee Curtis was in Janet. <laughs> Lee. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> right. Nine months. At one point, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot, I didn't know about that their I, I didn't know about their mother mother daughterhood thing until like a week ago for some other totally unrelated oh, thing yeah. to oh, do with really? that new yeah. that new Halloween movie. And yeah. somebody yeah, was yeah. saying, Did you know that Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of Janet Lee? And I'm like, What? And then today they're both in there. It is yeah. crazy because it does feel like this is almost I guess it's a little bit late, but it's almost like the the old slasher queen, i.e. Psycho and, right, and um, right. Alfred Hitchcock, passing the baton to her daughter in one of one of her first slasher films. Certainly right. the only one the two appeared together, as far as I know. I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. And this is before it, Halloween or after Halloween? No, this is this is right after Halloween. She's right this, after this Halloween. is John. Yeah. yeah, this is John Carpenter bringing uh just pretty much going. Uh, I want you another movie, Jamie Lee Curtis, and uh, I don't really have any idea. So you're just going to be a hitchhiker, just hitchhiking through town. Mm-hmm. You're just going to hang out. You're just going to. It's going to be a fun role. Mm. And Jamie Lee Curtis looks back on this movie very fondly because of uh, how well she was, 
you know, how easy and how well she was treated. John Carpenter, not so much. Yeah, not, you know who doesn't look fondly back at this yeah. film? Is John, John Carpenter, Carpenter director. <laughs> doesn't Disney, care uh, for it uh, as much. Writer, director. What, why? Yeah, yeah. What, Apparently a whole third of the movie was reshot. Like the the John Houseman intro was reshot yeah. or, or added. The um, uh, A lot of the, the more violent scenes were added in because John Carpenter wanted more of like a subtle suspense thriller mm-hmm. as opposed to another killer movie and the and audiences are like eh, this is boring yeah, we're, we're, just, yeah exactly was, we were yeah. we were in the, we were right into gearing up with slasher films it's like what you want us to sit around and take a stroll mm-hmm. no oh you want us to imagine the horror mm-hmm. what no we would need air bladders and stuff exploding and hands yeah. reaching that's the reason why i think it got weird because oh, I, I yeah, but they never cheap. showed any they never showed any blood in this movie though there was no blood no they didn't yeah. no this no. was mm-hmm. true right there was a little like there were there were a few a few shots very fast shots of knife entries okay yeah. you know where people oh yeah hook shots yeah yeah, yeah. But there was, was no and there was some blood, blood going on there, there. Okay. yeah you're right I mean, the tri- but trivia even claims there was no blood. And I, when I was watching, I was like, I don't see. And this yeah, is like because usually when we think of movie. blood movies, we think of it like pouring and dripping and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really yeah. do that. It's more like a it, they. It's like they ripped into some Jello, and it just kind of sits there, gelatinous. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. flow. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Weird a stuff. hook is a freaky thing to kill somebody with. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, um, and I'm like, I couldn't figure out what are these lepers? Are they pirates? They've got hooks for hands are they the throwback to the old hook story the guy with the hook oh the hook is still sticking sticking in the handle of the car as the kids drive off so i i so i'd never seen this film i'd really never even really heard of this movie like i'm sure i've seen the name as i've looked at lists of like john carpenter films or something but it really had no Mm -hmm. it had no no place in my in my history and so like this is all very 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 fresh for me and Mm -hmm. and i'm watching this and so i'm trying to i'm trying to in one viewing trying to get an idea of everything right and this is by the way this is john carpenter the auteur if you like Uh, if you if you want to if you want to see what john carpenter is capable of in his entire uh list watch this movie the cinematography is spectacular for its Mm cachet mm-hmm. uh so so um i'm watching this and i'm just trying to come away with okay what is this movie about okay so it's about uh a hundred years ago some uh some people were screwed out of their treasure uh and they were on a boat <laughs> so they were right. sailors or, yeah. or something and they had treasure and they got screwed out of it by the people of this little town on the ocean in california and then uh they died right and so those, there was those, a leper on the boat Right, they were right. all lepers. They were leper colonists. Oh, right. Sure, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, right. were, that's, that's why they, that. that's why they look like mummies. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know that that little aspect of it is really important, but it might it might explain some. I don't know. It doesn't really like. <laughs> yes, it's yes. They were diseased, and they were going to live nearby this town. So that's right. why they got. What could motivate out of a right? What could motivate uh, a Maloney? to you know to <laughs> compromise but, everything right but like lepers like now biblical. okay so now they're like venge- vengeance seeking ghosts or what right. you know re- they're reavers in this case reavers. revenants is the term that yeah. we, we use right it's because they're like they're, they're reanimated bodies but they're not undead they only are reanimated mm-hmm. for the seeking of vengeance and they're murderous yeah but, and once it's done they go away 
but they're only going to get vengeance a hundred years later on the Eight, great, great, six. great grandchildren's generation for some reason. Right. And, and by the way, they, they come in at midnight uh, and if they don't get their vengeance the first night, they'll take it. They'll do a take two. Yeah. That's, next that's night. right. That is kind of the funny thing. Like, wait a minute. Okay. So if it's a hundred years ago and it's April 21st, what's yeah. all the stuff with the car alarms going what, off? What's the and, rush? Uh, yeah. Right. Like what's all this stuff the night before? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it's poltergeist because yes. they had this energy. They're they're coming to life. The revenant are coming to life, I suppose, and they they only can do it during the witching hour, the first night. Maybe that was like a sampling of their power at a hundred years exactly. Maybe that's when they have their full power, but the night before is starting to ramp up. But then guess what? They're not reavers. They're not at all because they're they're, because they dissipate into fog and they travel in the fog as non-corporeal you know spirits right? right yeah and that's and that part is just like where i'm like oh okay i i get the story i liked this movie i really like this movie but i can see why at the end of it john carpenter looked back on it as like yeah. and uh well you need to these guys we yeah, need to yeah. present they, something more here they, they mm. needed to have their own rules and they didn't make up their own rules they just borrowed a rule from every freaking you know, monster in, in history, which is fine. Like if you do something like it, where it is all about, you know, preying on the fear that is already out there. But hmm. when you're talking about setting up a whole, uh, you know, it, a whole it, 90 minute film, I mean, this would have been yeah. great as like a 48 minute twilight zone. Twilight episode. zone would have been perfect. Cause you wouldn't have yeah. time to question anything. You're like, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. You don't have time to watch Maloney carry around a 600 pound, <laughs> Cross <laughs> of gold. <laughs> so, and another another little thing is I, I really came to care about a lot of these characters, and the movie just doesn't. Like the movie, mm-hmm. the movie cares very, very much about John Carpenter's wife uh talking on the radio. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. that Adrian, is, Adrian Barbeau. Adrian right? Barbeau, Barbeau. Who we've seen on several film sack movies. Mm-hmm. And uh and I actually have them here. I, I wrote them Most all notably out. Swamp Thing is yeah. my yes, Swamp oh, Thing yeah, yeah. and The Thing. One of the first yeah, uh, she was in the thing, mm. and then we also saw her in Escape from that New York. That thing you do, yeah. His, yeah, his next right. film, Escape from New York. <laughs> but boy, have we watched these out of order. <laughs> now, now this is a time when he's still married. John Carpenter's married to Adrian Barbeau, but he is also dating his co-writer in J- Deborah Hill. Is that right? Did I understand oh, that correctly? Right. And Deborah Hill and Deborah Hill is the executive producer of this thing. She like right paid for the movie okay right so he, does she know does adrian barbeau is she aware of this at the time I, I don't know that's a good question it's yeah, a it's a weird a, I, I i try not to get into the whole that's the better plot uh, yeah it's the <laughs> yeah. better plot it's the better plot of what's going on it maybe explains some things kind of too. Is, yeah yeah do you yeah. guys notice i don't know if you, anyone else picked up on this but there is another thing that happened in 1980 uh the book the mist by yes. stephen king yes same year same concept like Right, here right. comes the fog and in Something that in fog and that in that mist although it's on the other side of the country in that mist horrible things are going on inside there but it's always you know this always interests me because we have a we have a you know a, a conscious as we have a conscious as a as a people and we have things that happen and something you know in that prior year uh, you know motivated these artists to think of like the cover the mist the fog mm-hmm. and as it being a horror and I'm I'm just curious 
what that I have no spark idea. was. Who knows? Yeah, I don't either. Almost like maybe it was, was there just or, a lot of fog that year that made right, everybody was think, like, oh, year, well, like, this oh, is really good horror material. Yeah, yeah, By the way, right, Scott, yeah. uh, Stephen King's The Mist, the the novella, mm-hmm. was published uh, just a few weeks before this movie came out. Oh wow! And mm-hmm. he has, you know, he has answered the question, "Hey, we're we're one of these." related to the other and and said that he was he was writing on the other side of the country he had no idea about the fog the fog had no idea about what he was writing right yeah he's up in the east side of the east eastern part of the country right and and that his he says his uh entire inspiration was being standing in a supermarket during a thunderstorm so Mm. he like it was not it didn't have anything and i think i think hopefully nobody thinks that he ripped him off because it's it does you know it's stephen king for one but also they have fog and mist and stuff like that in the Northeast too. It's not all yeah. in Northern California. Yeah. So yeah. And just, John Carpenter talked about this too. He talked about the inspiration for it. I forget exactly. There's, there's a bit of trivia on how it was, how he found it, but I think it had to be more than that. I didn't think there'd be, there, there's some kind of allegorical mm-hmm. something in the public. I just find it too coincidental. I think there's something like, going on. Deep impact uh, Armageddon right. thing where like, all of a sudden we cared about meteors and stuff. Right, right. right. Trivia for you. So he said that uh, both both of his inspirations came from uh, being in Great Britain. Uh, mm, the first okay, was yeah. he, he was there and he saw this movie called The Crawling Eye where, yes. where monsters yes. were hiding in the clouds. That's right. And then uh, also he and Deborah Hill <clears throat> were uh, – <laughs> We're, we're totally not doing it. Yeah, they were. They went to Stonehenge together, uh, probably scouting right. locations. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Scouting yeah. locations. Yeah, they were scouting quite a few and, uh, individual locations. And yeah. they saw and they saw Stonehenge. They saw Stonehenge during a fog, and okay. and yeah. had an idea. Yes. That. Yes. All right, that's interesting. I I. Uh, what if old druids came back to take ooh. their gold? Yeah. What happened? What then? gold. Yeah. I, I mean, for the most part, I think it's an interesting concept. Like the idea that this yeah. thing yeah. creeps forward, there's no getting away from it. And once you're in it, there are these maniacs with hooks and, and swords and stuff and stakes mm-hmm. is a pretty intense thing. Um, I still don't get why lights are popping off and alarms are going off and all that other shit. Right. But, yeah. As, like as I said, that was earlier. just like the awakening of the yeah. spirits. It's like it's like the, st- the little bit of lightning off in the distance maybe it's kind of like i was watching like a maximum overdrive or something like the town wouldn't it be more effective if it was analog things right because they're they're from an analog time they're not from a time that had radios and televisions and uh Mm -hmm. so you know having crosses all of a sudden flip over on the wall or having um uh candles light on their own or something like that that just would be more (laughs) Their time. <laughs> this is 1980s. We, we we probably wouldn't be freaked out at all. They're like, oh, well, on its own. oh well, yeah. probably just probably still smoldering from earlier. Yeah, no, not actually, yeah but we all but well, that 80s were a time when people's <laughs> stupid car alarms would go off for no damn reason all whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. I actually wrote that that all down as a trope. Like mm-hmm. I I yeah. see it as this um this uh we this isn't why is this in the movie because it's scary not because it makes sense yeah, but like right. we just have a bunch of stuff that we sort of throw at the wall in this movie mm-hmm. to yeah. scare you yeah. and it's not too much like i'm not saying it's schlock horror right like it like you know like in schlock horror how there's just scary stuff that just falls yeah. for no reason right. sure. like, yeah. in this Jump in this scares. movie in this movie the first scare is uh the room kind of exploding around the priest and that, that's not for no reason. It's because the spirits are coming and the journal is, you know, is, is sort of like yeah. 
vibrating in the wall. So is this <laughs> the journal the catalyst? Then? Why. That was the idea is the journal's the catalyst. It's what started it all. Yeah. Well, the journal, yeah, is where the secret is. And, you know, they're they're announcing they're coming. And yeah, but he had to read it to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, but they needed they needed Maloney to understand why he was going to die to really accomplish that revenge. Right. I guess uh, Maloney. Oh, yeah. So so how Maloney, 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 Uh, Maloney, (laughs) how Holbrook plays the the priest dude and um, Malone. Yeah. He, I just think of him as Mark Twain. He just died this year, by the way. 90, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Died in January of, uh, let's see. Yeah, 2021. 90, 95 years old. Anyway, but that guy was like Mark Twain forever. He did the one-man stage thing. It's all I can think of. So every time he's on camera, I'm like, oh, you're just, you're just Mark Twain there. Just standing there. Yeah. Being yeah. a priest. For I, some reason, Mark Twain's a priest. What's that about? Weird. I, I, I'd like... Okay, so I was trying to when I was watching this, when I was like, "Oh yeah, it's been a while since I've watched a town movie where, you know, we we're not following one specific character." Like if you saw if you saw the poster for this movie or the the, the trailer s- mm-hmm. thumbnails, you'd think, "Oh, this is a Jamie Lee Curtis vehicle?" But it's, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not really. She's kind of yeah. almost in constant. She's like an observer. She just like goes through town and observes. She doesn't really have much of a you know anything. She's barely she's just in a, it. yeah, but yeah. she's. Um, she comes into contact with the most, I mean, I guess with the exception of, uh, father, uh, Malone, she right. comes into contact with the, with the most dead people being one that keeps coming in contact with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, she's Whereas like, Adrian she's never these, even sees a dead body throughout the entire film. She never even sees anybody else in the whole cast. Yeah. She is on, she is literally in the lighthouse. The only thing, I don't think the only person she sees, she really communicates with son. is the is her son and the babysitter, right? Otherwise, she's up yeah. in her her tower, right? And she sleeps uh, all all morning or all you know late into the right. morning because she's sleeps up all night uh, picking smoke. picking her own time to do her radio show. She's the only one on the radio. Why not pick? Weird. I don't know, like drive time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. like I'm gonna I'm gonna do it from six p.m. to one a a.m. or something. I guess, <laughs> I guess she spends most of her time smoking so she can get that sexy voice going on. I don't know. I guess. Going, yeah. yeah. I like it's like that. podcasting. It's like there's not, you know, she doesn't have to fight with somebody else over a schedule for no, her doesn't. show. She can do it any damn Anytime time she, she wants. wants. Also, yeah, I kept yeah. thinking how cool would it be to have a podcast studio up in a freaking lighthouse. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. The, yeah. That was the most, I actually found that part to be the most exciting. I love the idea of a small town. I wanted to live in this small town you know, I, I wanted to, you know, you, even though you wouldn't think you'd want to, I'm like, oh, God, I would love just to live in that small town. Mm-hmm. And just there's the, the lighthouse and it's also yeah. a radio station. Hey, the morning, the morning uh, shift is, is available for you there, Brian. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then got, it's like, and they got then nighttime you're all taken the, care of. They need daytime hosts. So yeah, get in there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> everybody in town celebrates the 100 year anniversary of the town. It's just like, I'm like, oh, man, I miss mm-hmm. I miss like a small mm-hmm. town like Yeah, small that. town's great. Really I'm cool. I'm a big fan as well. I like either really huge I I want either want to be in a penthouse in the middle of a city or I want to be out in the nowhere. Those are my two favorite extremes. Right. I like both those things. But let me right. ask you, and let you me ask you. Your own, go, uh, you got your own George Buck Flower. I mean, he's George back. Buck Flower. For a second. George Buck Flower, yeah. <laughs> like he wasn't a he wasn't a major important role. Who, who he, was he, never, in this? he never is. He's never important. Uh, oh, well, no, who was he? Who was he in he this? Was Tommy, Tommy Wallace. Wallace. What did Tommy, Tommy Wallace, Wallace do? Uh I don't know. He, he's the guy who wants his money from uh Father Malone. 
No, I wish no. it was. That's the that's the that's is that, that is our chick in the bucket, Andy? right? The guy is who that wants, Andy? Yeah, he's no, like, Andy's Andy's the kid. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't remember the guy's name, right? Because the even name? Father Malone even says that a bunch of times. Danny, come back here, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Danny. Danny. Oh yeah, he's our chick in the bucket. For I, almost, I forgot about that guy. Grab a bucket. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he's, we he's, could use him to. He could be a death. He could be uh, <laughs> driving through town in the fog. He mm-hmm. could. But there's be, always could, six deaths. So, okay, you just. Know. I just want to. Yeah. I just want to say. So George Buckflower is that his name? Yeah, yeah George, George Buckflower. We had him on a couple he, of. He was ago. the. He was the guy who was talking to the weatherman. So right. the weatherman comes in to his weather station, and George Buckflower is already there, oh, and he no. just he's That's he's just right. there, he's yeah. just going. She's crazy. There's no fog bank out there. There's no fog bank out there. There's no oh, fog bank out there. Gotcha. Okay. And then he uh, goes, was, there's a fog bank him. out there. Yeah. Yeah. That was him. <laughs> it was George Buckflower. Okay. So okay. we just saw right. him in the thing where he was the homeless dude. What was that? Yeah. He was, he was yelling in the, at the pharmacist. Yeah. What was the movie though? Uh, it was, uh, he, he was, he was making wishes. Shit. Oh, wish, ma- well, wish, wish maker. Master. Wish master. Wish master. Wish And by he the way, mastering wishes is what you meant. <laughs> We mentioned it there, but we also saw him in Escape from New York and They Live. Right. Where he's a John in, Carpenter favorite. Yeah. In Escape from New York, yeah. his his character was named Drunk. And in They Live, his character was named Drifter. Yeah. Hey, really let's drunk. not forget his appearance in Back to the Future Part Two, where he plays Red the Bum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a bum. Somebody else in this was in um Oh, am I thinking of something else? Back to the Future or something? Yeah. Okay. Somebody, who runs the... There's somebody who runs the uh, soda shop that they're all hanging out in when he first goes back in time. Oh, and the Goldie, guy who... Right? Or not... Uh, not oh. or the guy who runs it or the guy who works there? I guess Goldie is the guy who works there. Guy that runs it. Um, and he's somebody from this, maybe? Or am I, hmm. I may be conflating two things from something else I saw. Ah. I, I think that's what I've done. Here, let me let me tell you what you shouldn't do. Okay. Last night, I watched this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I'm in the mood for more of this. Well, I'm going to watch the updated 2011 prequel oh, film to watch- The Thing. And oh, okay. so, so I started that. I fell asleep before uh, I finished it. I got about halfway. I actually think it's pretty good. But now I've got people in there mixed in with people yeah. here. I made, the, I made I thought, that, that mistake. I thought you'd watch the 2005 mistake. version of The Fog. No, no. I haven't seen any of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, are those any good or are they garbage? I'm sure. Yeah, I'd like it's, to see the new The it's Fog. About, it's, it's, yeah, you know, it's about the same. Yeah. It's about the I mean, same. Does it, go, does it lean more into the killings or into the suspense of like, ooh, what's in The Fog kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is how I feel okay. about it. Thank you for look, answering look, that look, question. Look, 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 this is how I feel about it. John Carpenter like bitched about this movie. And then, yeah, and then he's right. like, oh, I'm going to get another chance here. And I don't, can't remember how intimate he was with the next production, but you know, he wrote this one and uh, he dated the producer. He, he acted like it was going to be a totally different thing. But I remember when I watched it and it's been a few years since I've watched it. I remember thinking, okay, yeah, that was kind of like the fog. It was, you know, so I don't think he got that far away from what he was trying to run from, in my opinion. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. I never saw it. I might. Maybe we will. You know, maybe a hold off. We'll have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some point, for yeah. sure. I, uh, uh, you know, while we're, while we're just sort of on this general topic, I, I want to go back to how this film has un, unnaturally good cinematography mm-hmm. because it's not just John Carpenter, obviously. It's the cinematographer. His name is Dean Cundy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has possibly the best biography I've ever seen on mm. on uh, IMDb. Mm. Um, this guy, this guy's a very uh, 
uh, hardworking cinematographer. Like his mm-hmm. his list of films where he was the uh, principal photographer are is really long, and uh, and you've seen a bunch of them. And this I, this film just struck me because like right out of the gate we get these really complicated shots where the composition is challenging. Uh, like one of the first ones is uh, after the explosion in his little uh, rectory, the the priest uh, it has moved back against a wall in a corner, and you right. see him like he's just staring in fright, and the shot is incredible. Like it's like. Man, this is like the kind of shot where somebody had an idea for a painting and managed to capture that idea, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's a it's two completely different parts with a black space in the middle and there's all of this really complicated cross lighting and I just like I I saw that and I'm just like who is this guy? His his mini bio on IMDb starts with Dean Cundy reigns supreme as one of the best, most prolific, and talented cinematographers to ever grace celluloid yeah. with his often striking and accomplished <laughs> photography. Jesus, yeah, you wrote that yourself, Dean. I'm Probably sure did. Probably <laughs> did. But look at this list, it's, man. It's, he, uh, like in the 70s, it's all kind of schlock and horror. And then he works with, uh, you know, starts getting bigger things because of his carpenter relationship. And does all the Halloweens and does all that. But then, dude, this guy, Jurassic Park, freaking uh, Apollo 13, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Escape from New York, like like a bunch of stuff about he's making two of those Boba Fett episodes. He's directing. Let's see. Is he directing them? No, he's he's doing principal photography on the book of Boba Fett season. Oh, two episodes. Sorry. Chapter 20 and chapter 18. That's crazy. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love horror so much is because it it pushes the creators to do really creative things and to really learn and think outside of, you know, the masters, you don't have to, you don't have to necessarily approach it like, okay, I've got to do this just like so-and-so did it. You can, Mm -hmm. you've got a limited budget. Usually restrictions usually bring out the best Mm -hmm. or at least bring out, uh, you know, unique solutions to problems. And uh, this movie only was only like a million dollar budget in 1980, and that was that was that's a still a low budget. Film. Even then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things yeah. that I love about John Carpenter, he he makes me laugh because he's like, you know, a lot of movies you end up paying a lot of 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 what you're doing to music royalties, right? Mm-hmm. And John Carpenter's like, bump that. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm about to make mm-hmm. a movie cheap for you. you. Know how? Because I'm gonna do the music. <laughs> I'm going right. to do the music myself, baby. Yeah. That's I right. Agree, I agree yeah. with you, and and I would uh, I would argue the music was one of the downsides of this film, but that's because I'm comparing it to other films, right? right. Mm-hmm. But uh, the real way that they save money making this movie is by not casting anyone who's expensive, and <laughs> not then married to the director writer, right? <laughs> and then not asking your cast to do anything that's above their pay grade, right? right? right. Like that mm-hmm. they there's no acting in this movie that really really requires more than someone who has spent some time on days of our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. that's, that's all, that's the, right. that's the, yeah. the experience you need to, to pull off this script. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. Uh, a good example would be, did, didn't, uh, wasn't, uh, I can't remember. Didn't in Halloween, they made Jamie Lee Curtis take off her top, not make her, but you know, that was part of the deal. 
<laughs> and in this one, there's, I, 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 this, this yeah, one surprised to, me because, the, because I'm was, trying to, oh God, I know they didn't so trading, trading places. I don't know if she, well, yeah. I don't know because I've she, never she seen she Halloween. Usually, <laughs> she usually, no, I've seen it and oh my God. And now that you're saying it, I'm, all I can see is like Halloween two and four and I'm, or, it's all mixed up. Oh my God. Yeah. Now it's all mixed up and I can't mm-hmm. remember. But I do think there was, I'm pretty sure there was a shower scene I'm thinking of where, uh, you know, she don't, she doesn't get topless where you can see her, but. Yeah, there's like you know a, a moment, probably, she has, probably she has a her Janet moments. Lee homage. But sure. Trading Places kind of is the film where she's topless for a good long while. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, which is a thing you did then. It was a thing of the when, time. When yeah. everybody knows, everybody knows that Jamie Lee Curtis is a leg lady. Everybody knows that. Okay, sure. She's got them. I've seen she she's legs. got the she True Lies is the is the best. Mm. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Eh, that's the one you like the most. There. Okay. I, you know, like I was kind of like fascinated by the <laughs> by the characters here because like she literally is a hitchhiker, and like there's a there's a whole <laughs> set of horror tropes around hitchhikers, and right. and this movie subverts every single one of them. Her yeah. only purpose in the film is to be sort of like an audience member who's along for the ride, going around town, seeing the the horror. Right? She's not right. Like she doesn't kick off anything. She she has nothing to do with the with the town or the you know the 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 hundred year old controversy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. right. So like like she's just she's just in the movie to she she looks pretty. You kind know, of the she, audience observer. Like is she the yeah, yeah. because she doesn't have any history in this town? She's our proxy in the film. Oh, interesting. Right, a little right. bit. Maybe. A little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I just also um, yeah. can we clear something up? Not a hermaphrodite. Jimmy Clear is the urban legend about her oh, uh, that's a, being that's born. A, that's a nerd. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Never heard that. No. Any of the three of you? Nope. Never. I've never oh heard that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no uh, idea. Like, start open up your Google and type is no, Jamie thanks. Lee Curtis. <laughs> no, no, just type that and see. <laughs> See what it fills in. Did you really say open up your Google? Did you say it that? Open way? up just, your Google. So I just did that, and this is what I got. I just want well, to know. Yeah. Is, no, I, is yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis married? Is Jamie Lee Curtis a smoker? Is Jamie Lee Curtis in The Walking Dead? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. yeah, I don't know. All right. How about I'm, this? Mine Was is, Jamie, is Jamie, Lee Lee Curtis, Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis born blank? Jamie. Really? Okay. Why are you getting very specific? Why don't you, why don't you well, type in the whole thing? Born. Is Jamie Lee Curtis Michael Myers' sister? That's what I get as my top uh, Snopes.com has an article that says Jamie Lee Curtis. Male and, male <laughs> and female? Okay, here it is. Right. Yeah, uh, this was a this was a big rumor. At least, wow! In in my circles, growing up, this is like well, you know, yeah, you know, uh, my circles. You know, you like, yeah, <laughs> it says here it says, my entourage. Uh, the actual claim was actress Jamie Lee Curtis acknowledged in an interview that she was born with both male and female sex organs, but it turns out none of that ever happened. So there you go. Yeah. That's the, okay. I mean, there you go. Boy, quash that rumor in the most non dramatic way possible. Sketch. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It's brand new <laughs> yeah, news to me. Interesting. Yeah, that's news to yeah. me. But that's uh, hilarious. hey, okay. I, you know, whatever. That's okay. I've learned so, a couple of things today. Like uh, <laughs> KAB makes sense for it to be Adrian Bard. I didn't even think about it. I didn't put that together. Yeah. Oh, Adrian like Bard. when it, oh. it did in his intro, mm. he's like KAB. Mm. Yeah. Also, it helps mm. when you drive to work in a 1980 uh, thing, automobile thing. Oh, a thing! Yeah, Whoa, there's thing. another. Yeah. What? She drove there in a thing. What? She did. What? It, that uh, that totally has to be an homage. That right? was years later, totally. though. He didn't a do nod. the thing for years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that has K- KAB on the side. It's like, oh, she takes a cab to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, nice. Wait, when was the thing? It was. Uh, 
Oh yeah, eighty two. A couple years later. Yeah. Was oh, was it after this? Yeah. What? It always. I always. That always throws me as well because I always feels feels like it should be. I guess I swore that was the seventies. Yeah. But I just want to. I just want to correct. That was a nineteen seventy three thing. Mm. Uh, what was that? The, the, the thing, movie was nineteen eighty. You should We're talking about the a car, thing in nineteen eighty, mm. but it was a nineteen seventy three. I just. I looked it up. Oh, a nineteen seventy three thing. Wow. Yeah, People I looked have it up. No I idea like, what that is. There's no car. way they were still making new things in nineteen eighty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm mm. not. Yeah, you know, I'm not certain. But mm. anyway, it was. It was kind of old at the time. Like it looked like it had had some wear. And tear. Yeah, yeah, it had. Like, uh, it didn't even had a ready. It didn't even have a ready in it. She just like threw it in like a dashboard hole. <laughs> yeah. Where, whereas the the car star of this film is this 1948 Ford truck. Yeah. Oh my oh. gosh! Yeah. I fell instantly in love with that truck. I don't understand why the Minor damage. I don't understand why the Reavers attacked it immediately yeah. when Jamie Lee Curtis gets into it. <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense to me. No. It right. was an alien type attack too. It was like radio station going wonky and yeah, uh, you know, it was like close encounters. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I feel like it messes with their their core story, which is the these maniacs are only in the fog. I just think all of this like extraterrestrial, everything's getting blown off shelves right. or moving on its own or whatever. I just I don't know. It felt like it didn't fit. <sighs> Yeah, movie. their power is only during the witching hour. I'm like, really? We're going to go to the witching hour as well? Yeah, okay, we're really making some stuff up here. Yeah. That Nick guy, by it's the like way. Like Hara Gruel. The dude, dude what picked <laughs> her up at the on the on the highway. That guy. Yeah. Uh, he is. You've seen him in a million things. Tom Atkins is this actor. Uh, yeah. Nick. Nick. Yeah. Mostly schlocky horror movies, but he's in a lot of stuff. That guy still working today. Anyway, yeah. all I could think of when he picked her up was. All right. Well, you're like her dad, age wise. Yeah. I mm-hmm. and I I don't know. I like I had that thought too, and I just I had to tell myself, okay, this is a 41 year old movie. This is a 41 year old movie. <laughs> John Carpenter, like every other man making movies, and it was nothing but men making movies. You know, he's just you know putting what he wants on mm-hmm. the screen. Right. I guess you know? so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just oh, listen to this. Here's here's Tom Atkins' description on IMDb. All right. Handsome, rugged versatile and wow. charismatic <laughs> character actor. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, written written by him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably when they do that, it's usually them or their people, right? That's yeah, right. They're 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 people. Yeah, they're they're managers are doing yeah. these, I'm assuming. It just really depends on how much money they make, whether it's them or their people. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like the lower on the totem pole you are in Hollywood, the more frilly your description is. And if you're doing great, it's none of this. Right. It's usually like, like I mean, who else do like if it's not you you or your agent slash manager, who else right. is gonna write it? Like it's not gonna be a yeah. fan or a no, um, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, you could, probably, but they should yeah. they should nominate other celebrities in their level to write something about them. Oh, right. I like that. Get, right, yeah. like guy, make it so uh, that yeah. you know Angelina Jolie has to write Brad Pitt's yeah. uh, oh, IMDb bio. Right. Right. So just imagine that she would be just like <laughs> terrible father, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, garbage <laughs> human. That. Regret my relationship. Um, yeah. And I yeah. just want to known actor known for dead look in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. I just I just want to put a, a a punctuation on what Scott said a minute ago. Um, yeah. I looked it up, and Tom Atkins in this movie is forty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is twenty two. Oh okay, man, twenty two. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's you know, a, that's, that's not a, that that's happens. A big difference. Guys. It is, but that does happen. 
in yeah. the does real it, world. Though? So I'm not. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Especially, especially in the spirit of never happened when I was hitchhiking. Yeah, when it, I was especially in the spirit of who who the character is supposed to be. She is a hitchhiker, so definitely she'll be looking for somebody to kind of take care of her. You know, it's like that would that that seems appropriate. She's showing her artwork. She seems like the kind of person who would be looking for an older, stable man who can, you know, invite her back to her house, not invite her back mm-hmm. to her parents' house or something weird. You I know, don't know that he's weird that stable. He didn't as seem weird that, as he didn't seem that stable I, to me. He seemed like he was. I don't know what he did. I don't even know his job. I yeah. tried to figure it out from just the little tidbits. I'm like, is he the? He would be. I don't understand why they didn't write him as the cop. I don't understand why they didn't put him to say, yeah, hey, right. he's the local. Cop. He's a fisherman, he's right? Yeah, like, he's a fisherman. Explain, right. He has a he has a competing uh, fishing boat, right? And exactly. He cares, he cares very much about this crew that's uh, that's potentially gone missing. That, by the right. way, best part of the film for me that entire subplot because mm-hmm. it ma- it made so much sense that you would you know that if some people didn't come back you know you'd go right. down to the docks to find out what they're not here. Oh no, we gotta we gotta go looking for them, and then you would go looking for them like that. I I feel, I feel like there was a miss there in not making that more of the film and yeah, I did. toning down the screaming about your son at home with the fog encroaching. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like I said, I mean, why since he didn't they didn't have a sheriff get involved, even though this guy is talking to the coroner. He's best friends with the coroner. I know it's a small town, but it's such a weird thing that you would think, you know, at some point in time. We got to get the authorities involved, and that really never happened. And I yeah, was there's like, "No authorities." So I'm like, "We need something here." Yeah, that yeah. place had By the a way, mayor. That's not in this town. Yeah, <laughs> no. They had a mayor, and they had uh, what, uh, Kathy Williams was a uh, rep. What, what was her deal? The town. Uh, t- the she's, town. Um, bu- bu- she's the com- the commerce person. She's the head of. of oh, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, Chamber of Commerce. Ta- Chamber uh, of Commerce. There you go. That's okay. what she seemed gotcha. like to me anyway. All right. Yeah. But there was apparently uh, the sheriff. I don't remember seeing him, but John Vick is listed as Sheriff David Sims. Oh yeah, there's a sheriff. Maybe I maybe I looked away for half a second. Well, like there's there's this bizarre thing where they're in a town of like a hundred people, and they ask them all to come sit in some bleachers at midnight <laughs> with and candles. They do like the town shows up? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> this town crazy. only this town only comes alive after midnight. It's the yeah. everybody is out. Have you ever been in a small town? When you go out at, at, at midnight in a small town, nobody's out there. No. It's Ghostville. Mm-hmm. It's Especially Ghostville. if they're a, if it's a town of full of fishermen. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's odd. Uh, it is but a little guy, odd. They, 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 yeah. they seemed like a town just ripe for some shitty thing like this happening. Right. Them, you know, yeah. they had two MASH connections, by the way. Tom Atkins, he was in MASH, and yeah. so was uh, James Canning. James Canning. I think yeah, you know. like when you look at their IMDb, pages uh or at least um james uh, canning Tommy, yeah. you see yeah. yeah all the uh the photos of him on mash <laughs> his, his main imdb photo is him on mash yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh hal holbrook or him in the army <laughs> yeah could be. i think hal holbrook was on mash as well i can't i think oh i'm um, looking it up uh, crap holbrook? i just rewatched mash and i swear it sounds like he, he should he see nope. he looks like he should he be. Nope. i looked it up there were, we only have two mash connections we just named them tom atkins else. and james Cannon. all right we're gonna start Ooh. doing mash connections for every episode of mash connections. <laughs> only only if it's like uh from 1980 like yeah. mash yeah, every <laughs> mash connections are kind of stuck in time yeah he was really good in uh um oh we saw him on creep show is that true? No, we saw Creep Show too, didn't we? But we, we didn't watch that Creep Show. Yeah, we saw right. the first, or we saw the sequel. That's what it was. 
Hmm. Sequel had a... Oh, we didn't see I, we hadn't seen the first one. I Interesting. Think right. so. I was surprised that we've only seen one other Hal Holbrook film in like 600 movies, and that's The Firm. Oh, and yeah. Had oh. A pretty starring role in The Firm, right? Yeah. He's like yeah. one of the main... <laughs> He's one uh, of the heads of the firm, like one of the principals. And, um, yeah, yeah, him and uh, w- uh, Wilford Wilfred Brimley. Brimley. Yeah, they were the two mm-hmm. bad guys, and Wilford Brimley in the thing. Oh my gosh, it's all coming together. Oh, holy yeah. shit! And then and the then, firm thing. Yeah, firm essentially, thing. this is our first Jamie Lee Curtis movie, which blows my mind because no. every year we watch all these scary movies, and you know, like Jamie Lee Curtis, she's great. It's no, yeah. this is essentially she was in the cast of Escape from New York, but we didn't. She wasn't actually in right. the movie, and like it's just I don't know. I I, I don't know why. I, I feel like I've seen a hundred Jamie Lee Curtis movies. Well, you know, oh, we not seen them on film She's side. pretty yeah. much just in the Halloween franchise, right? I mean, she doesn't really get outside of horror beyond that. Oh, she I does. disagree. She's huge. Well, I'm trying to think of, of the movies. Give me some movies. Okay, some Fish, movies. Called, saying, Fish Called Wanda. Uh, that's uh, not a horror Friday. movie. That's what I'm saying. That's not oh, a horror movie. Oh, you're saying when she does horror, it's just we, how yeah, we were, we were Yeah, we were talking about horror movies. Oh. We haven't seen Jamie Curtis and any of our horror movies. We've seen a bunch of horror movies. And, oh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She sticks to okay. a very small... It's funny because you consider her to be a scream queen, but she really just screams in these... Halloweens. The Halloweens, yeah. the Carpenters movies. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and beyond these two franchises, I, mean, I can't call the Fog franchise, but um, that and Halloween, and she's in the new one, uh, that just came out this week. Yesterday, uh, yeah. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. She's, mm-hmm. you're right. That's just, that's like her horror franchise, and that's it. Free to watch on Peacock, Which, by the way. I, I Halloween kills. Yeah. It makes sense that, like, that's the kind of the whole point of Scream Queens is that they, they each get sort of attached to a franchise and they're as a, you know, you're an actor, you want a career, you're not going to jump around and only do this one kind of movie, right? You're going right. to, mm-hmm. you're going to get into comedies and you're going to get into action movies and so on. Yeah. Um, like she's in Beverly Hills, Chihuahua. I'm telling yeah. you, you need to watch that movie. We, we know Randy. Yeah, she's still we'll married to uh, Christopher Guest. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, one of one of the great Hollywood. Uh, and why films. hasn't she ever been in any of his mockumentary kind of films? Mm-hmm. It's kind of mm-hmm. funny that you know she doesn't even make a cameo in Best in Show. Maybe they're like yeah, waiting for that, Guffman. They want to keep yeah. all that separate or something. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. She she is uh, great. In Knives Out. Can't wait for that sequel. I guess. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't think she's in it because it's a whole new story, right? Is that the deal? With those knives out, right, movies. right, yeah, just uh, uh, Daniel Craig's character, the only carryover, right. But that movie's amazing, and she's great in it. Giant part in there. Yeah. I, I love her. I think she's great. I she's one of those careers where she could have. This could have been it. The fog and uh, you know Halloween, and then just go. All right, well, she's not a great actor in any of this. She's just a pretty face, and she has a famous mother, and that would have just ended for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's just just got better and better i mean i don't know about that there was that weird thing with um uh in the 80s where she's doing aerobics and he's thrusting his crotch at her oh yeah oh perfect perfect Perfect. (laughs) yeah we should watch she uh she was almost in another movie Uh, she was deleted from another movie that we saw here on film psych adventures of buckaroo bonsai was uh Mm, she had a uh uh, a deleted scene from the alternate opening oh wow that still strikes me as like the perfect film sack film. I just wish <laughs> Adventures of Buckaroo Bronze I had gone somewhere with like a sequel. With the, like as a franchise they, that we they just tried. keep pulling from. Yeah. They wanted it. They all wanted uh, it. They tried. They, and by yeah. the way, she does get a credit in a Christopher Guest movie. 
um, his uh, 25th anniversary for Spinal Tap, the the Spinal mm. Tap reunion film. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she's she's in that. Oh, she's in that. Okay. Yeah. Well, what? she just appears like when they're doing red carpet photo or something. She's with him, probably. Well, it's the <laughs> probably they did they did I, a I movie know. movie where it was like they were all in character, right? Was yes. It? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's, were they? Oh, okay. The it's spinal a, it's tap actual, reunion. It's, just, it's yeah. a spinal tap reunion, not a this is spinal tap re- anniversary reunion. Kind Correct. Of thing. It's not just you the actors getting together talking about their old movie. It was okay. They actually right. got this in there a, and did it. Yeah. Gotcha. I didn't. I mean, she see plays it, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plays herself. <laughs> There's a bunch of celebrities in that in that reunion film. Yeah, but it makes uh, sense that you. That's where you'd use her, right? Because if you're just gonna have her play herself, then I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's. Uh, who knows? I'd love to get in the head of Christopher Guest and say, "Hey, are you? Uh, so you just don't like the nepotism angle? You don't want to have any of your family in your movies? Or what's your deal there, mm-hmm. buddy?" Mm-hmm. And he'd say, "Get away from me." I don't, I don't know if any of you have a favorite. Jamie Lee Curtis movie, but for me, it's going to always be True Lies. She's just mm-hmm. incredible in True yeah, Lies. Yeah. True Lies, yeah. she's uh, great. Shine there. Yeah, uh, I like Fish Called Wanda a lot. Um, you mentioned Knives Out. Um, Knives Out. Knives Out is my favorite movie. Yeah. Oh. I love that movie. <laughs> okay, right. Go I'm on. Trying to think of I'm trying to think of her role in it. I mean, is it made or not made with her? Right. I enjoy right. her in it. God, no, I, I think she's she's instrumental in the success or failure of Fish Called Wanda. I mean, John yes. Cleese is the ultimate yes. uh, ultimate like this movie hangs on his uh, his performance, his and Kevin Klein's. But I think that you know it's uh, um, it's such an ensemble piece that uh, you can't not give credit to. Well, and every Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, and, I agree, and all of them. Like you, you have to like. Michael Palin, I can't imagine so that good. film with any other of those four. I'm yeah, going to say four. Yeah. 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 He's you know? so yeah. good in it. He's so good. And it. it's such a sad thing that the, that the follow-up with the four of them well, about the shit. lemurs, uh, was so horrible. Yeah. That was so was bad. St- yeah. Straight up uh, bad. Perfect creatures, despicable creatures, something like that. Wild, I can't remember what it's called. Wild creatures. What was yeah? I don't remember now. I'm looking it up right now because I, I can't because it was so it was so bad. We all just kind of erased it from our minds. Yeah, it's uh, bad. Not, my my only other example of fierce, fierce creatures, fierce creatures. Okay. My yeah. my other example like that is uh, World According to Garp. I can't imagine that without Robin Williams or Glenn Close or John Lithgow in their yeah. roles. Yeah. They're yeah. just like they're they're like they 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 go above and beyond to a point where I'm like. Uh, John Lithgow is Roberta Muldoon. <laughs> like they, you, you know, at least if they make, if they remake that film, I can't watch it. You know, see, yeah. that's a movie I need to see again because that movie I saw in theaters. My, I think one of my parents took me to see it. It's a heavy movie for whatever yeah. age I was at the time, you, and I was more freaked out by, um, the girl, the girlfriend of Robin Williams, Garp's girlfriend, losing her tongue. Yeah, yeah. Then, then the genital mutant and the kids in the accent. Right. The, so, yeah, like I was really freaked that, out. That oh, movie, that's what it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah was, if, uh, if you when you when we saw the the previews of that film and we saw who was in it, mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't know it was getting that movie. I think I need to see that again, and I don't know. if You need to watch it again. I don't feel like, like it's a it's a, a film sack. No. Oh no 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 no. As yeah. as I've as I've said before, I'm working on this master list of films that I'm going to watch with my kid as he grows up through his teenagers. Yeah. And World According to Garp is is 
put on his 17 when he's 17 years old mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, better, better than a 12 year old brain a bit i'll say that oh, for sure. <laughs> and before we watch uh, it before we watch it it's one of the very few that I'm, I'm trying really really hard to not do this too much but it's one of the few where we're he and i are going to read the john irving novel and then watch the movie mm-hmm. that yeah. is not oh. good for films basically man what did not, he do what did, did he do something really bad uh, <laughs> my kid, it's it's a, it's a it's an absolutely it's an absolutely world class book. Like yes, John, I know. It was everybody was reading it when I was a kid. I remember seeing that everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. and John Irving is such a, a heart wrenching novelist, right? Like, just like a prayer for Owen Meany, uh, Cider House Rules. It's just like terrible things that you write about. But the world according to Garp is a very important book to me. And it somehow doesn't completely ruin the movie because of John Lithgow and Robin Williams and Glenn Close. Mm. They just make that movie something different and it's fantastic. Mm. And so anyway, like that's where that is. I am really sorry that you had to see that uh, at when you were too young <laughs> to see it. Seriously. Like that's just one of my favorite credits from the film, by the way, yeah. is Swoozy Kurtz as the hooker. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Swoozy Kurtz as the hooker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's to... why I need to, I need to revisit it now as a, you know, 52 year old dude yeah. is uh, a C because it really just freaked me out and it wasn't the it wasn't the it uh the trans the, transgender john lithgow stuff or the cross-dressing right. john lithgow stuff it was uh somebody loses a tongue or a uh or and a kid yeah. gets killed in an yeah, accident i don't, I don't actually i don't know i want to talk about it uh, yeah okay like, all right yeah. i want to talk about it your memories what? are more genteel than the what actually <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it is. I never you know, saw it. Totally yeah, doesn't different. doesn't Glenn Close have sex with a guy who's got rigor mortis of the penis or Let's something just, like that? No, yeah, there, it's it's worse than that. Like rigor okay, mortis of right, the good. penis, priapism. I've not, all right, listen, watch I've never see. seen that movie ever. Should I see that movie? Yes. I really wish I really wish you'd read the book. Okay. Like I know I, I I know it's a like it's something to ask of someone. Like, like say books. your friends, there's a book you need to read. I, I like books. Books are I'm good. saying this this one <laughs> no, no. this <laughs> one is important. Like okay. this is one yeah. of those, you know. It, but right. but this the all the subject and the headiness that you're talking about really plays much better in book form than it does in film yeah in my yes. opinion yes okay. no i agree I i'll totally watch agree. Them. Yeah. i'll read the book then i, I the would book totally is where i would go yeah with. I, to be honest i knew a, i knew that movie exists but i didn't know it was based on a book anyway so it was only and there's me. a there's a bunch of books like that where i think the film is fine and i like the film but to really get the whole point you need to read children of men you read you, you have to read no country for old men i don't know why men is in all these titles mm. but you need you need to read no country for old men because like what you get from tommy lee jones in the film is just a small sliver of what that character actually is in the book. And that's, you know what, you know what I mean? Like you need yeah. to, you need to give that's it books that, do. The, the full yeah. read. Yeah. That's what books do. You give you, give you two hours. It's not near enough to do what a book does, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, I've read that book and love that movie. So I understand this concept of loving both, even though, you know, you can acknowledge one can't quite pull off what the other is doing. sounds like that's the Garp movie. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll read it. I'm down. I've been actually looking for something to read. Maybe I'll read that. There you go. That sounds okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention here was uh, there are not enough dead people in this movie. That This movie, <laughs> if you want to be a horror movie and a slashery kind of Sacktober kind of movie, damn it, have a bigger body count because nobody yeah. died. 
It felt like. I mean, they, we even well, said yeah. it early on. It's like it's like uh, six must die. Yeah. Okay, cool. It, yeah. Six. It's That's it's it. low body count for a slasher film, especially yeah. when you've got a a limit. You don't usually say, you know, like, all right, uh, Jason is only going to kill. Jason has yeah. told the people, the audience at the beginning of the movie, I'm only going to kill five people. <laughs> there's some, there's some extended universe on this actually uh, on the fog, and there is some stuff that goes into greater depth of specifically who needs to be killed mm-hmm. instead of this one, which just seems to be whoever answers the door first. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Whoever's stupid enough to answer the door, you get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Hook yeah, to the I, neck. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> hook I, to the neck. Hook to the neck. I mean, I was, a, I was amused that uh, Father Malone was a grandson of Father Malone. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, like, aren't priests, <laughs> do priests have grandchildren i don't know they i don't do think in they this do. Mm. They, they, do they also uh, you know kill lepers and then melt down their gold into a cross by the way <laughs> yeah. bad idea yeah, what do we do, do with our ill-gotten gains yeah i know turning let's, into a cross <laughs> yeah what's the point if you're just gonna you're gonna get all that gold because you want the money and then you make it into a cross and just leave it there like what was the and point yeah. and then uh trope huge trope oh he's reading the he's reading the journal that explains everything and then and then he's like, I can't read any further. I can't. I couldn't yeah. go on. You don't need to. Like, wait, you but if he had, if he just read another page, he would have found out how to stop all this. Yeah, they, he's, a, he's a terrible character. And the truth is, I mean, yeah. maybe the father wasn't a priest. Like, he could have, you know, become yeah. a priest later or whatever or in his own lifetime. So I could explain some of that stuff away. But where to put your money? Melt it down into a freaking mold of a mm-hmm. cross and then leave it cross? there? What do you right. But that's stupid. What do you do? That's and also, wrong. the fog people, if all they wanted was the gold, just go to the church and get the cross. Like you I know, know you know mm-hmm. where it's at. Yeah, yeah you know where it's at. But that's not the point. They they wanted revenge. That's where they're the revenant, right? They're yeah. not leprechauns. Yeah, they're definitely I not understand leprechauns. Why they were, what's that? <laughs> they're definitely not leprechauns. You're right. No. <laughs> that's, one, that's one supernatural uh, thing that these guys are. We can finally rule out. Yeah, we can all put right. that one to bed. That <laughs> <laughs> is not who they are, but... But yeah, like they were even kind of cool. Like uh, when they're walking into the church, the red-eyed guy in the front, oh, the glowing eyes, yeah, Yeah. it's cool. But they, 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 they followed cat rules. I mean, if you looked at them, they stood still. But if you looked away, (laughs) yeah, they come flying up on you. Those are cat rules. That's what's the Mario ghost. uh, Is that called a boo? Oh yeah, Yeah, the booze. If you want to, yeah, just stare one down. He won't come after you if you just look at him. (laughs) Watching you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they also, I mean, the most important rule is they can't go anywhere the fog can't go. So they they knock on the door because their fog is trapped outside and they need you to open the door so the fog can come in so the reaver can come in and kill you. And that's, I mean, that's a great rule. That really got me, obviously. I really liked it, Mm -hmm. but it, man, it makes them easy to defeat. You just, you like it. Yeah. And that sliding scale of what they can do is like, okay, we can't go in the outside doors. Okay. And now we're coming in and the interior doors don't follow the same rules. We're going to, bust through this one you know like the shining yeah and i was like okay maybe interior doors are different and then they started busting into the church you know like uh like the original night living dead and i'm like okay so you guys can obviously bust through glass what's holding you back yeah what is holding you, you back movie tropes that's right. what's holding them back do they, do they need do they, they need polite, these they people to not. be afraid uh, yeah a too polite 
<laughs> what they say? <laughs> the idea, polite. They got to knock. Polite. Yeah, they just have to knock. You know, they have I've rules. enough of this crap. <laughs> <laughs> they live by whatever rules they have. Also, the ending is dumb. Like, just oh, it seemed yeah. like it was all done. It's all out there. The radio ladies telling like everybody that. it's gone. We just need to be careful. Yeah. But no, immediately it's back in the church and slicing open. Uh, yeah. Blake, what? What's why not? Neck? Right. So why five? Why not six? Yeah, you didn't take six. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so why uh, is is this now a permanent thing? What every <laughs> night now in this town the fog? No, comes? no, oh, the no. Fog. They've got their revenge. They're done. Yeah. They go well, home. We don't know. We don't, we don't their, know that at we all. We don't know that. Well, at we all. really yeah. don't. But but yeah. Even though they got their gold, well, crap. We still need six. Yeah, I mean, six, the law right. says six. Yeah. Uh, you see them having this conversation in their like yeah, they're out standing outside fog right. car where they're like, oh shit, we only got five. What do you think, Davy? Oh yeah, we do need six. Like All right, baby. fine. Yeah. You know the priest is kind of slow. Got the little Let's, booklet. He's yeah. reading the rules. You know, uh, uh, Article fourteen, uh, <laughs> right. paragraph two says we need sex. <laughs> fine, I'll go kill him. If, if they're anything, they're sticklers for details, so it's fine. That's yeah. right, exactly. Um, you, all right. Didn't yeah. you love how this part of the world uh, where they shot it, like Bodega Bay, Point Reyes, it's so. Uh, it looks like Ireland almost. Like there's it like does. it is beautiful. Yeah. Where yeah. where is that in relation to like is that North of Marin County? Oh no, way south. Way, south. way south. south. Oh, yeah. really? Okay, like what Monterey or? Uh... Mm. I thought this was I'm all done in Canada. I'm point it for you exactly. Okay, all right, please do. I thought it was on Canada. No, not 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 mm. meant oh, to be no, no, no. film there. No, okay. I, I remember this movie being like in Maine for some reason, and maybe I was getting the mist. Mm. You might Makes be, but also just, uh, also just kind of foggy fisherman wharf. Yeah, right, lighthouse. You know? When I think of Maine, I think of lighthouses yeah. and fog. And you're not. Fishermen. You should not be. I would not ding you for that. I felt the exact same way. Watching mm-hmm. you, you're just right. watching it. I'm like, I know this is in California because it keeps saying it, but this yeah. feels like we're about to. Oh, I wouldn't go up there if I were you. And catch <laughs> fit, you know? That's what I expected. But. Sometimes yeah. dead is better. 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 Did anyone ever see that newer uh, cat or uh, pet cemetery? Was it any good? I haven't nope. seen it yet. Believe okay. it or not, I t- it's it's a series of unfortunate events that have led me not to see that. That sounds like we ought to queue it up at some oh, point. Oh, mm-hmm. I wonder. Let's see if that's uh, streaming. Yeah, it'd be worth well, getting. Save us, Strike. I mean, just because it's uh, you know we've got our October filled up doesn't mean we can't watch horror throughout the year. That's right. That's right. I it really, continues I on. really like. Uh, I always try to look for. Like hall not Halloween themed, but like horror themed horror mm. for for October. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. a like I really uh, I don't know. There's Streaming just there's, on Paramount Plus, by mm. the way. Oh, there's yeah. all these Excellent. there's all these scary movies out there that are fine for the rest of the year, but aren't really like what I'm looking for in October. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like I, the the fog kind of straddles the line. I, I feel like we yeah. could have also watched the fog in the middle of winter. It it needs to fine. be fun, right? Halloween horror needs to be fun, right? I think so. I mean, so. when I say fun, like, yeah. it's got to be outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah. Or more, yeah. uh, right. what's the word? Like, the thing we're doing Not next week, which we'll talk Bombastic. about later. Like, it's got to be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good good way of putting it. Uh, and boy, do we have one next week for you people. We'll get to that in a minute. We won't explain it yet. But Bombastic is on the is on the menu. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess, like, overall, I'm looking for things like vampires and Freddy Krueger during october mm-hmm. and outside of october i i don't know like i'm um, like uh what what's uh oh gosh what's the uh twilight sure yeah Twi- <laughs> twilight <laughs> but like like scott brought up the mist and, and like i was like yeah. yeah that's that feels like a movie 
that I don't mm. need to watch in October. I could watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because to watch yeah. it in the dark of winter. Yeah, you can watch it yeah. any other time. It's it's yeah. fine for that. It it's doesn't great. need to be watched during the witching hour. I love like, the mist. Mist is one of my favorites. Like there's King there's something about zombie movies where I'm like, that's not necessarily not really Halloween for no. me. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, same. I agree. Uh, the Mist, by the way, 2007's The Mist uh, is great and should be watched by all people. Um, but <laughs> of any age, listen to just this. Go ahead and set your infant toddler <laughs> this, down next to the TV. This was actually it was directed by Frank Darabont, who's you know did Shawshank and Green Mile and all that. Uh, Thomas Jane, Marsha Gay Harden, Laurie Holden, Andre Brower, love him. William Sadler, of course, he's in everything. Toby Jones. It's an amazing cast. Yeah. cast. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. a lot of the cast of uh, the first season of The Walking Dead. Kind of, yeah, right? Didn't mm-hmm. a bunch of those, yeah. like, Carol's in it? Yep, Melissa yeah. McBride, um, some other people. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Darabont helped co-produce Walking Dead right. in those early years, so right. that makes sense. It's great. The Mist is great. We should watch so The good. Mist, okay? Is all I'm saying. We should. Hey, was there a uh, what gross got out the most? No. Nothing really okay. got me. I thought maybe the guy drinking orange juice while he's cleaning the grocery store and then put me orange juice back <laughs> uh, yeah, in the beginning. Good. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. You know what? That's a good call. Yeah. I, we could we could call it that. I, I it, it was, probably, like, eh. There just wasn't a lot of like, everybody seems so uh-huh. isolated. I mean, if anything grossed yeah. me out, it was how old that dude was compared to uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> at 22 <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. uh, Especially, about- I mean, is it? Is it a th- like I went with it in this movie, but is it a thing nowadays that you could there's a place in the world where you could go hitchhiking or you could go like pick up a hitchhiker and then take her home and have sex with her? Is that a thing? I mean, I'm well, sure. What, it, what are you asking for? No. I, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, is that I, like, a thing? And if so, you, where is yeah, it? Yeah, and, you know, so what are you doing next weekend? Yeah. It, like, it was just it was so blatant in this film that I had a hard time accepting that that was what right. happened. It yeah. was the 1980s, sure. so that was definitely you know, a, it was right on the end. things, yeah, yeah. It was on the end of the idea that hitchhiking was an American thing. You know, it's like we don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's it's totally seen. People still hitchhike, but it's it's not seen that way anymore, right? Yeah, but I don't. I mean, no, I don't. I think hitchhiking is probably at an all time low now. If I right. if I had to guess, but uh, you know that some there's offshoots of everything. Like somebody somewhere, oh, somebody somewhere, somewhere last yeah. night picked up a girl that was too young, took her home, and they did the deed. That that happened right. somewhere. Not maybe not even in the states. I don't know. Someplace somewhere <laughs> last night that happened. I guarantee but, it. that happened. Okay, but like where this movie lost me is now she's your girlfriend. Like she yeah. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. move on right. immediately. Just, yeah. Now yeah. she's like hanging out. She lives here now. Yeah. yeah. Well, permanent. because there's nobody else in this town to drive her out. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> she can't hitchhike her way out of this place because there's 11 people in town. And you know what it reminded me of? Six remind, of them are dead. It reminded me of <laughs> Heat a little bit. This is a weird comparison, I know. But uh, her, so the top two billed actors in this never meet in the movie. And, mm-hmm. and that reminds me of Heat where uh, the scene, even the scene where De Niro and Pacino were talking at that restaurant was pieced together later and they yeah. were filmed separately those guys never met in those movies that's always weird to me your top build people never see each other isn't that weird yeah, weird. yeah that is yeah. unusual yeah. definitely in this case uh, you know his my wife. recollection though was that it was like the number one and number three al pacino and val kilmer never met didn't work together in heat so they're in the movie but they are it's like or, or I don't know, maybe Tom Sizemore. There was like a, there's like a list of people that didn't 
that were in heat but never worked without oh i know what i'm thinking of sorry i got it mixed up it's it's the second um it's it's godfather part two yeah because the flashbacks yeah 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 that's it that's what i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. and it wasn't that's the deals because it wasn't until heat that they actually finally did spend time in the same right right, right. exactly that's what it was okay never mind i knew i'd get there (laughs) it just took a minute (laughs) also that nick guy looked like a poor man's mark hamill like mark hamill today is what he looked like to me. So that by was the really throwing. By the way, uh, there's a list that's been going around for years called the actors who refuse to film scenes together list. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of this? No. Who are they? I, I want to know. Who they he are. just reminded me of it because it, some of it, some of it, it makes sense. And How some many of them, them are Chevy Chase, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> some of them, some of them, you're like WTF? How is this on the list? So okay, so I'm just going to tell you something. Dwayne Johnson and Ben Diesel. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. We kind of right. know that one, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a beef. Yeah. Um, Julia Roberts and Nick Nolte got it. Okay. But then hmm. Bill Murray and Lucy Liu refused to film scenes together. What? <laughs> Wow. What is so they were in uh, one of yeah. the Charlie's Angels things yeah. together. Yeah. Okay, here's another uh, one. Here's another okay. one. Alec Baldwin and Shia LaBeouf. Does it say who refuses to work with whom? Or is it because it can't, I don't think, I bet you Lucy Liu's fine. Or no, I bet you Bill Murray's fine doing scenes with Lucy Liu. But maybe Lucy Liu has a thing against Bill Murray. Oh, I, I see. It could be just one sided. That's a good point. Yeah, um, like there's there's a thing in here about Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones after their work on the Batman Forever or whatever it was, they oh, won't wow. they they won't go near each other now. Uh, but like like apparently the movie Annapolis led to James Franco and Tyrese Gibson refusing to work together, and I'm like, come on, James Franco, yeah. you're an asshole. Yeah, because Tyrese is cool, man. Uh, yeah. Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts, that's a weird one. Yeah, what was there? There were the it was the. Um, conspiracy theory was the movie. No, what was the movie with the two? I of love them? trouble. I oh, love trouble. Okay. I love trouble. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. It was a uh, Gibson and her and conspiracy theory. Uh, yeah, Charlie just, Sheen and Selma Blair. I bet that's more of a Charlie Sheen problem. If I had to guess, oh, it's totally. Uh, yeah, I bet you it, this could be called the Charlie Sheen. List I mean, I mean, it's 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 Selma Blair <laughs> having a problem with Charlie Sheen for sure. She's just got a brand new documentary about her um her the MS. Condition. Yeah. MS. Yeah. Oh, oh right. Uh, that right. I'm really interested to see. Yeah. I really like her. We do really. She's really. She's yeah. pretty great. She's really talented. All right. Listen. Even you know, just seems very uh, compelling and mysterious. Like she's got yeah. a great story. Yeah. Right. Check this one about Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis. This is this is a great quote. Uh, so Bruce Willis and Kevin Smith uh, were in Live Free Die Hard together, where Smith played the hacker guy. Uh, I guess that did not go well. He later said, "Where is it? Here's this quote." Uh, Willis or criticized Willis's attitude and later called him, quote, the unhappiest, most bitter and meanest emo bitch I've ever had to, I've ever had to meet or work with. That's crazy. Yeah. He really I mean I, a, you hear that a lot about him though. He's kind of a crank now. Yeah, That's, like he shows up on set, does his thing. Yeah, who was it? Who was it that we recent, recently heard about uh complaining about him? Oh, yeah, somebody else, right? There was some other. Thing yes, yeah. We talked about on the uh, show. Crap. Like when, like he'd show up late. He might have been drunk for one of his shots. He, uh, I don't remember. Dang it, I don't remember. Yeah. There was something where Bruce was a real dick. Oh, that's a bummer. Was it Matthew Perry, or was it one of the nine whole nine yards things? Or uh, it bums me out because. It does, yeah. I just, you know, I want him to be as cool as he t- tries to act like he is. No. Yeah. You know yeah. what? 
I'm uh, fine with these people being dicks. Whatever. <laughs> the world is you full of dicks. You don't come to a Bruce Willis movie, have a few laughs. Yeah. You don't want to uh, see dead people, whatever. You just you're happy with them being right. dicks. Yeah. I, right. I'll tell you right. Well, I don't want to be friends with Bruce Willis to, to enjoy his work. That's true. He can I don't be either. a dick. Yeah, I don't either. And, and like one of oh, the Oh, that was it. It was him on Friends. It's funny you said Friends. That was the thing that triggered Oh, him. right. He, that was it. Yeah. Yep. That that he was just difficult to work with. He showed up, but then like cameras rolled and he was fine. But then as soon as the cameras were off, he was just completely just miserable. Probably, yeah. yeah. Maybe he was kind of like, uh, TV again. Shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I thought I was done with this. Yeah. So, uh, one of the best beefs ever between actors, uh, resurfaced this week because, uh, William Shatner went to space sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that brought out, <laughs> that brought out a bunch of people to interview George Takei, you know, his, his mm-hmm. nemesis. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And <laughs> it was, if you didn't catch this, like it was in Rolling Stone, like oh, the, really? the, they quoted George Takei. Uh, you know, like say uh, that Shatner boldly went where other people have gone before. Oh, this kind of man. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. I just thought they had buried that uh, hatchet. I guess not. You know what? I, I thought so, too. And then I looked it up because I was like, didn't rem- remember when Takei roasted like they, they did a, a roast of Will, William Shatner and Takei appeared on it. And he had a bunch right. of jokes that were written by Artie Lang. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I God. thought that was a burying of the hatchet. No, nope, not at all. Not. Yeah, that was. Yeah, went deeper, that hatchet. Huh. Uh, the, you sent me some audio. There's some great <laughs> audio of, of Shatner in the um, in the capsule looking out. Here, I'll play, what I want. I'll play you some. I have some right here. Okay. Uh, check it out. Oh, Jesus. No description can equal this weightlessness. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, Why is he making love to space? Stop it. I know. He's, it's, he's making love I to want space. Somebody, I want somebody to take that audio and superimpose it on um, every time we take my dog anywhere in the car. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great idea. That's hilarious. That's it's, a great I, idea. You got you to gotta hand it to the guy. He's 90. Like yeah. that's incredible. That's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad for anybody who can Sure. Make, well, anybody who gets a free trip, uh Jeff Bezos, yeah, come on. Not? Look at my Amazon purchase history and see if I've earned uh maybe a right on the next one. <laughs> yeah, right. no kidding. You we all have space to be points. we have to be 90-year-old famous former space captains to get on your damn exactly. boat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what about all this prime? Are people, mad? Are, is, are people mad about that for real? No, are you really hating mad. on the man no. for going to space? No, nobody right. is. I, no. I mean, no. George Takei is, but I, I, <laughs> yeah. like, like I say, overall, like the the hatred is all directed yeah. at, at billionaires doing billionaire things. Mm-hmm. The right. you know the ninety year old, I could, I don't think you I think, could do. do you think, I could. Oh, go ahead. Finish. If you if you told me that I was going to go up a Jeff Bezos rocket. I would say, give me a year in the gym first. Mm. Like mm. A, a 90 year old. That's, I, I don't know why yeah, it impresses that, me. You know, it's, it's like this too. It's, I don't really think of it as being rich or not being rich or being famous, not being famous. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it just it, look. So he made it to space. Great for him. I don't hate you for it. Good mm. job. Yeah. Enjoy your, enjoy it. You're 90. If, if he was 20 and a pop star and was all mm. kinds of privileged, I'd be like, sure. the asshole. Get out of here. Yeah. You'll get to go to space. Do you think, Not uh, yet. Wait till you're 91. <laughs> you think Patrick Stewart's sitting somewhere going, well, what the age, man? Yeah. Oh, I want to go to space. No, I want to no. go to space. I, I want don't. to go to space. I actually think, I think Patrick Stewart is so much cooler than this. 
Right? <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's true. Like Patrick really? Stewart. Okay. All right. Patrick Stewart is totally fine. You know what I mean? Like he's. Yeah. Right. This is not even a thing. Like you know. Yeah. He doesn't but think he, about this. But kind I wouldn't. Of crap. If somebody came out, like one of the competitors, Elon Musk or the Virgin guy, came up and said, "Hey, we're taking Picard next because we want to be as cool as Bezos and his." Shit, I would right. be annoyed, first of all, that these billionaires are still playing the stupid games like this. But secondly, I'd be like, all right, let's get Patrick Stewart up there. That'd be cool. I'd be fine with it. it. No, to, the it, only it, person in all of Star Trek who could out uh, out high William Shatner would be yeah. uh, uh, Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks right. is the one guy who could sound more high than William Shatner. Well, let's get, Shatner's, oh, let's get wow. Shatner's response to the news that <laughs> Avery Brooks is going to. Oh. Let's see. Here's what he would say. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, no. He just said, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he just I can't wonder, believe it. I wonder if there's any fog in space. No, there's not. But there are clips not. in space. Nice, nice way to bring it back. Yeah, well done. Uh, it's time for <laughs> clips anyway, unless you guys have, have any other breaking awesome things to say about the fog. I could talk about this movie forever. It's just there's so we didn't even get to half of the sexy things that KAB was doing and <laughs> we didn't yeah, there's just tons of things. So yeah. we just yeah. play clips. Yeah, we'll just go right to ourselves. clips then. Let's do yeah, clips. we haven't even talked about the stomach pounder. This no. Yeah, what was that kid asking for? I would love to know yeah. what's in the stomach pounder. Yeah, what was he asking for? I'll play it like again. A hamburger, I'm sure it's a, obviously sure some it's kind a of fast food, local fast food thing. Yeah, some kind of hamburger thing probably. Okay. Uh, but it does sound I, like I something wish a, a bully does to you in school. If, uh, yeah, I was wishing she would just punch it, slug him in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> and then give him a Coke. Yeah, now go get a Coke. Yeah, go get a, <laughs> go Coke. Get a Coke if you can swallow it. Here's what he said again, just for fun. Mom, can I have a stomach pounder and a Coke? I mean, he looks like it's just a burger or something. It's yeah, I'm sure. Be. It's a pound. It's, like it's a powder pounder. Or yeah. A, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that kid was gives you the shits, though. I guarantee you. <laughs> Anything <laughs> called the stomach pounder is going to give you the shits. Yeah. I don't think I talk enough on this show about how much I love Shutter, and uh, man, has that service grown to be something rad and great. I mean, if you like horror and thrillers, supernatural movies, stuff like that, and even more so, like some new like exclusive series and movies and stuff. Oh man! So let me just tell you, Shutter is a streaming service with the best selection of thriller, horror, and supernatural movies, originals, series from Hollywood's favorite and cult classics to original series and critically acclaimed new genre films. This I can confirm. All you can stream all this great ad-free content for $5.99 a month or $56.99 a year. That's crazy. Six bucks a month? Are you kidding me? And uh, you'll have unlimited access to play the unique collection of all your favorite uh, stuff on your favorite devices, such as your iPhone, your iPad, Apple TV, Xbox One, Amazon Fire TV, Google Chromecast, Roku, Android devices, and other devices... You know, they're out. It's out there. It's a it's a big mainstream thing. New supernatural terrors, edge of your seat thrillers, and shocking horrors added every single week. What a perfect time to be talking about this. Shudder has kicked off its annual 61 Days of Halloween, a two-month supersized celebration of new movies and series for the spooky season. This includes a new season of Creep Show. It's very good. VHS 94. Some found footage stuff there, and a brand new installment in the acclaimed found footage anthology series. Uh, it's great. It's an amazing franchise. Also, in Shutter Halloween's follow-up lineup, uh, new specials from Elvira and Joe Bob Briggs, a new season of the Bolay Brothers Dracula, and the new docu series Behind the Monsters on the origins and pop culture dominance of your favorite monster movies. Oh, I love that stuff. 
Shudder's expertly curated collection includes must-see titles like Vicious Fun, The Mortuary Collection, and PG Psycho Gorman. Also, all the best horror documentaries and the hit show Creep Show. That's an amazing series from executive producer Greg Nictero of uh, The Walking Dead. You know that name from there. Anyway, I love this service. I've loved it since its beginning. I love it even more now. There's just so much on there. My gosh. Um, I think the Creep Show series is worth it alone. So if you like the kind of genres we do here on the show, there's something to like for you over at Shudder. Get streaming today and start streaming the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. To try Shudder th- uh, for free for 30 days, go to Shudder.com and use the promo code FILMSACK. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com, Shudder.com, with the promo code FILMSACK, and try it for 30 days. You will not regret it. All right, let's do let's do clips and uh, let's enjoy them. There's not many because there's not a lot of like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could I could record her talking in DJ voice all day, but you can only do that so much. So we get what we get. Uh, he always makes his own music, and it always sounds like this. A little piano in there, yeah. And then you're thinking, oh no, where's Jason or not uh, Mike Myers? Oh, where's Michael Myers? Yeah, right there. That dee doo dee doo dee. That's a clock. I don't know if he made that sound. It's a clock. Yeah, Yeah, there is a clock. I got to say, okay, I got to say, I don't know who was in charge of clocks in this film, but they did a good job. The clocks were always at the time they said they were. (laughs) I was impressed. All right. Thank goodness for that. Wow. Because the continuity police. Yeah, clock continuity was on point in this film. Clock annuity, you'd call it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here's a Mark Twain guy. Oh, thank you, Bennett. Uh, I won't need you until four tomorrow, Ben. All right. Ben will never see Ben. Ben. Yeah. I won't need you until four tomorrow. Where's my money? Yeah. Six would be fine, yeah. Ben. <laughs> yeah. Keep asking me for your money. You'll come in in three days. Did uh, anybody else, like, throw their hands up in that little spot? Like, no. six will be fine. What do you mean? What? Oh, so you're saying you're not going to pay him. Yeah. You're yeah. just going to give him a couple of hours off. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're yeah. going to say. Okay, yeah. Mr. Marley. Yeah. That's not, right. that's not good math. It's not very priestly mm-hmm. either, you know? No, no it's not. Wh- whatever. He's I got like millions of dollars. I need to save my money of... from my whiskey. Yes. Yeah. He's got I've gold got the, in the walls. I've got gold hidden everywhere, including the cross <laughs> right there. All right. Here's the worst sound ever. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's yes. pretty bad. Yeah. We need you to edit that into that scene from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> where they, you know, do you want to hear, the, hear most the most annoying, annoying sound? Yeah. yeah. And just have him do a honk out of his mouth. Don't don't give me ideas. I could do that. That'd be fun. Here's uh Ibit on his prom date. Uh or on his prom date. This is Ibit on a prom on at prom with his date, is what I meant to say. Sure. You're not on the okay. prom date. Yeah, it was okay. later. Later I was on my prom yeah, date. Yeah, later you were on the prom date. But uh anyway, this is <laughs> This was her talking to you, just, I don't know, just kind of telling you what she liked. Keep me turned on for a while, and I'll try my best to do the same for you. So keep me turned on yeah. for a keep while. Keep me turned on for a while. Yeah. In other words, keep, stay tuned. Yeah, and right. I'll do the same and I'll keep you. talking sexy. Yeah. And I'll keep playing this nondescript uh, stock photo music. There you go. All right, here's a weird thing. Are you weird? Yes, I am. Yes, I am weird. Yeah, so come home and let's <laughs> okay. do it. Let's have, have cool. Let's go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I like how the script was trying to give them a personality there, and then it just like stopped. Yeah, we're, we're mm-hmm. not going to have a personality for these characters after this. Nope. 
Uh, when our throwaway ship guys got killed first, uh, this is a great sound it made. That's great. It's a great death. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some vegetables, I'm sure. Some nice, some nice, uh, you know, nice celery. So yeah, pro- produce based foley work there, but it's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty strong. I, I like this it. Way, that's what I love about my man Carpenter. Yeah. He's all like, I ain't paying for sounds, music. I'm doing it. I'm making my own, boy. We got to see that. We, we, we kept pushing it because it kept getting off of streaming, but that, uh, uh, the vac or the Dracula 2000, is that the one? There's, it's supposed to be mm. really bad, like the worst thing right. he ever made. Okay, I really okay. want to see it. Sure, because was we'll he still was he yeah. still writing his own music? Was he like you know? Because this is like two thousand or something. All right, uh, bad actor lady. I heard the church bells at midnight as I started to drift off to sleep, and suddenly my car alarm went off for absolutely no reason. All right. <laughs> that whole scene is so awkward because they both are uh, she and Janet Lee in the car reading their lines back and forth and nobody is reacting to anything the other person yeah. says. It's just yeah. basically like your turn to talk, my turn to talk, your yeah. turn to talk, my turn to talk. Yeah, it was not great. No. Um, and also Janet Lee was not great. She's no. fine, but uh, she was in a movie. What do you want yeah, from exactly. She's from she a different money. school, a different era of acting anyway. Right. And it right. just doesn't hold up. Um, all right. Kind of laughed at this moment. Sandy, you're the only person I know who can make yes, ma'am sound like screw you. Yes, ma'am. I kind of laughed at that. <laughs> As I did laugh uh, at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was all right. Um, I also found a moment in the movie that sounds like Brian Dunaway saying horror. Okay. Except oh. the way he says it. So here it is. But it does not soothe the horror that I feel. Horror. Hara, See, I'm just old school. You, yeah, you're you old guys school. give me a hard time, but I'm just an old spirit. Yep. Can't help it. That's true. You're an old Hara. man in a normal middle-aged man's body. So that's that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, I did I did some editing here, but this is the weather guy, and I just I I edited for time here. Enjoy. It should be right outside my door now. Now, what is the big deal? You've seen fog once. You've seen it for life. Lows. Oh, I get it. You take something to keep you going, right? Hey. The lights went out. Everything's going crazy. Barometers falling. Temperatures dropping. What the hell's that? Yeah, you're. <laughs> you're wow, go hey, doesn't even. Hey, the lights went out. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like they were did it in the same recording session. Like every yeah. line sounded like he just. Yeah, he was it. bad. Yeah. Like he was bad. Yeah. yeah, he had a cool sweater, but he was bad. Yeah, right. nice cable net. Here's some, no, that's true. Uh, he did. Oh, there was flannel and cable knit sweaters in this thing. Yeah. Was, oh, the flannel uh, was on full. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, I didn't know that was called cable knit. I know what you're saying now, but I never heard that uh-huh. before. <laughs> You've never yeah, heard white. of cable knit sweaters? No, my wife would slap me right now because I'm sure this is something I should Yeah, know. so you haven't watched The Devil Wears Prada? No. Then. Hell no. Well, I haven't watched <laughs> it either. And I know no, hell no. Would hey, you like what? an extra on there? I ain't hell watching no. that bullshit. Yeah, no, I've never seen that movie. Is that a good movie for me to see? Are they going to start replacing? Okay. Are they going to start replacing cable net sweaters with streaming net sweaters? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, peer to peer sweaters, cable uh, cutters, <laughs> cable net sweaters were re- the replacement. They replaced DSL sweaters. Yeah, oh, they did. Nice, <laughs> nice. The the, uh, the token link sweaters of old were replaced by the cable net sweaters. Nice. All right, here's some uh, some fun sound work. Hello. Like, what was that even doing? What was that? Where? When was that? It was when she walked into the room looking for. I don't know why she was saying hello. I don't know who she was looking for, but hmm. uh, oh no, she was looking for her son and the old lady, and then the light started freaking out, and that's the sound oh, of the light. Oh right, made. okay. Yep. I mean, it's a blah, blah. Yeah. 
Hello? Sounds like a chicken getting electrocuted or something. <laughs> uh, never heard all right. a get electrocuted, but okay. This clip's called Build Up. Someone listen to me. My son is trapped. 887 White Beach Lane. My son is trapped by the fog. Andy, get out of the house. Run! Jeez. <laughs> trapped by the fog. Somebody's like going, oh. Also, to the rest lady. of my listeners, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she went from like, hey, we're playing the cool tunes of the thing to this, to screaming. All right, look for the fog. Look for the fog. All right, we will. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's And that that horn sound. Yeah. You got the horn sound again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always get the horn sound whenever you can. All right, uh, now this. Whoops, this. The film sack checklist is as follows. The weatherman is wearing a horrible sweater. Check. Mark Twain gets in. Or sorry, Mark Twain gonna get his check. I've, <laughs> I I kind of want to have a studio on top of a lighthouse. Check. All right. Uh, connection. Star Trek. Got to be some. Randy, what'd you find? Uh, just the one. Um, yeah. Adrienne Barbeau is our single mom and overnight radio host. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a weird thing. Like single mom and overnight. Okay. Uh, and uh, she made exactly one appearance in Star Trek. Uh, that's in Deep Space Nine. In the episode uh, "Enter Arma and I'm Silent Legis," uh, she's she's one of uh, th- this this episode has her as a uh, uh, Romulan named Kretak in it's it's a Section Thirty One episode. Yeah, and if you watch DS Nine, <laughs> you know the Section Thirty One episodes are the cursed ones. Everyone hates the Section Thirty One subplot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just terrible. Mm. But anyway, she's a Romulan. She's she has a, she has a, a pretty prominent role. It's fine. So she's got uh, as a as a wrong. She's okay. Why am I not remembering her in that? Yeah, wasn't she or somebody? Somebody was supposed to be Janeway before Janeway got the job, and I always think it's her, but it's not her, is it? It's some someone else. Maybe it's because she's French. Crap. Oh man, I can't. Do you remember uh, what I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's on the okay, tip of French. my. Oh dang it! Um, ah, oh, it's like that. It's like Genevieve von Barbo or some name. Lindsay Wagner. Lindsay Wagner. No, it wasn't it was her too, yep. but there was one yep. other lady and they actually filmed stuff with this French lady and then scrapped it. Oh, right. We've talked about that on this show. It was uh wasn't it uh Genevieve There it is. Um, there it, is. it was somebody we saw on Genevieve Bujold. That's it. Genevieve, Genevieve Bujold. Yes. <laughs> I was here. I could feel it. That's it. She's the first Janeway. And there's a whole, that whole like half of the first season was like filmed with her and then they, re, they yeah. reshot it because she was, I don't know what happened there. Something just didn't work. Okay. I knew uh, I wasn't going crazy. Holy crap. I, I Yeah. And I just looked it up. It wasn't, it wasn't at all a half season. It was a few scenes for the first episode. Oh, that's all? When she, she oh. decided to leave. Oh, geez. Uh, they also, they also talked to Patty Duke, Aaron Gray. And they considered Gary Graham as a male Captain Janeway. Oh, interesting. I could have gone for uh, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Gray would be excellent. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm always down with the Aaron Gray. She's cool. Yeah. I also think Lindsay Wagner was a good choice at the time or, or a good, you know, she was a good alternative. But in the end, I think I really like uh, what's her beak uh, Janeway that we got. Kate Mulgrew. Took me a while, but I like her. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. grew on me. <laughs> what do you think about her in the new uh, the new Grew. animated series? Oh, I see. She Kate Mulgrew on me. Mulgrew on you. Yes, I, I have never been more disappointed 
than when I started reading that there was a new Star Trek series and yeah. it stars so many Star Trek actors that I love. And then I saw the word animated. I was so disappointed. <laughs> what is wrong? Why can't we just like it's supposed to be good? I want Picard it's everything. It's supposed Picard to be good. Everything. I know, but it's supposed to be good. There's like a lot of chatter yeah. about that thing being good. So that's okay. I, I seriously. I just to close my it, eyes. It would it wouldn't be for you anyways. It, it's supposed to be aimed at younger people, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be aimed at kids. Is it? Yeah, that new one that's like the lesson learned every yeah. episode kind of thing. Yeah, not like, the below decks, but the uh, Star Trek. Not visions. V- Academy yeah, Star, Star Trek Academy, right? They mm, Academy. Mm, that feels wrong. Star Trek. <laughs> prodigy star trek prodigy, prodigy. there you go, That's there you go. yeah um, and there, she's a fire starter it's gonna be great yeah <laughs> nice i was thinking more hey, like the. Hey, hey. <laughs> i was thinking of the logins or the old uh, like, internet service prodigy but yeah oh yeah it's no like, kidding kate mulgrew uh and, robert beltran and and then and then like jamila jamil is gonna be in this thing Ooh, i am jason manzoukas from yes, uh, yes. mouth good, and uh, good friend of jamila jamil i yeah. am standing yeah. up and ready for this thing and then they say animate i'm like come on just get them in front of a camera please i mean i yeah. wouldn't mind seeing Janeway, Janeway, current Janeway, make her an admiral or whatever make her total badass i would love that but i guess this is going to be like old old you know yeah old man jason alexander fascinates me but not as a voice <laughs> actor i don't care about him as a voice actor <laughs> fascinates you I like yeah, that. I'm, I'm Why is that? Is it because George George seemed like a creature that would never change age? He was like not even a human. And then you see Jason Alexander now, and you're like, oh, yeah. right. That was a guy played by a dude who's now aged, yeah. and it's it's, it's a really weird thing. Like, you know yeah, I mean, how... You know how you David Letterman, mm-hmm. David Letterman is really interesting as an old man? Like, yeah. not, not like as a comic, but just like you just want to like hear him sit, sit and talk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. So you didn't enjoy his performance in uh, in the Hunchback of Notre Dame is one of the gargoyles, Jason well, Alexander. Was he? Oh, he was. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that movie. That movie made my then two and a half year old daughter cry like a like a freak. Yeah, Demi. <laughs> uh, yeah, this it's good. I, I it's, it's it's a forgotten classic. I like for it. Most people. Yeah, yeah. Because the reason it came up was my daughters were discussing who the hottest two D animated it's Disney characters were. Uh-huh. And it right. went Tarzan and what was the other one? I don't remember what we said. Oh, Tarzan and Shang Tarzan from um, and Shang, Mulan. right from Mulan. Yeah. And the ugliest was Quasimodo. But we then had another conversation oh. about who has the best singing voice, and everyone thinks Quasimodo has the best singing voice in that conversation. Interesting. Wow, yeah. he really does. It's he's a well, yeah. I mean, he's got. Can you imagine all the vocal inflection bit to use with a big hump on your back? I mean, yeah. it just it'd be so good, right? We've all been there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Just a couple of weeks ago, just a couple of weeks ago, Jason Alexander was in one episode of the Connors Yeah, and he played a priest and I'm telling you, like I, he's got terribly dark dyed hair yeah, right now. Right. Yeah. Like he went around, you know, he's cause he's got that like Caesar hair yeah, 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 yeah. and it's, and for some reason he's dying at black and it just makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just like, I, I don't know. I want him more. I want more. I want him to be a mainstay on the Connors or whatever. I'd like him to, I want a, I want a true let's catch up with Jerry, Elaine and George one off. I, oh. I, uh, I don't know why I want that. And I know that I know the curb episode oh. is all we ever need for a reunion, but. I'm telling you, man. Just one I'm of I'm sorry, Scott. I don't it's know if it's all moves. we ever need, but it's all it probably is all we're it's ever gonna get. It's all we're ever gonna get, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I would love that. 
None of them have any motivation to do it, though, right? Like, why would they? George would be on board, I think. I think he'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And Michael Richards, any any chance to clear his name? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, yeah, uh, please. please. Yeah. My, Michael Richards belongs on that beef list, right? Everybody has a beef with Michael Richards. They yeah. don't want to work with him. Or they did. I don't know. I feel like today, I don't know. Like he, he suffered, he suffered more from that than other comedians do for worse things. So I don't know. We, we've changed our severity. I think I don't. I don't know. We live in a weird time. Let's move on to uh, the uh, soundtrack grade. I'd give it an SAS for seventies as a shit. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's yeah very, there's even a little Exorcist uh, ripoffy kind of stuff in there at times. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of the old uh, get what you pay for. What do you call right. it? The um, the synth added business that they used to do. It's mm-hmm. all it's all bad. Yeah, I, uh, right. there were moments though where it was electric keyboard and you know like uh, wispy windy sounds mm-hmm. and I thought yeah this works like usually at those moments I'm I'm asking myself how would this sound if there was a, a full orchestra and we were hearing you know strings basically right and in in this movie I didn't want that I wanted to stick with the electric keyboard yeah yeah, yeah. it felt appropriate yeah, I agree. But it was very, you know, that Carpenter thing. And it's no, it's absolutely Carpenter. I mean, it's yeah. all over. Them. I love it. That's what I actually, that's what I was excited about. I was like, ooh, I get to hear what Carpenter thought this week. <laughs> <laughs> you get to hear what kind of musical mood that dude was in. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. All right, Twitter posts. Where you guys sum it up in 200K, K, uh, K, characters 200 or less. 200K, sweet. 200K. Uh, let's start with Randy with his 200K. The Fog. What happens after you pick up a sexy woman who was hitchhiking on a country road near the ocean, and then, rather than take her down the road, you take her home and have sex? You can die happy now. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Well, uh, there, there's like the way I was expecting to end. House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. That's where I thought I was going. Let's go to Dunaway. The fog. It ain't the pizza dude knocking at the door or even a horny weatherman looking for some action. Odds are it's a space pirate, witch, zombie, vampire, hook man seeking his 600 pounds of gold cross. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good. That one also didn't end the way I expected it to. But <laughs> what, do you, what are you going to do? Uh, finally, wrapping it up, we got Brian Ibbett. The fog. Watch this for the chilling suspense. Don't watch it to learn how to store your eight-track tapes with the exposed tape parts sticking out. Oh my gosh! I thought what of freaked you. Brian out the most this week? Yes, when That's water was spilling s- on that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and she just looks at it. It's like no, you save the tapes. Yeah. always save the tapes. Always. What was she thinking? Also, what a nightmare to just listen to all of those promos over and over and over. Oh oh that was gosh. that was very realistic, though. Like, like it, it totally uh, like felt like somebody who had worked in a radio station had that going. Yeah, probably. I remember back in the day when we used to do the Saturday thing I used to do here for a local station. They just had stacks of those tapes. And yeah, we uh, called them carts. 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 Yeah. yeah. Such a weird time. So different now. All right. uh, There's that. Uh, Let's move on to. Oh, oh, my gosh, you guys. They almost had new titles for this thing. This is crazy. Look at this. It was almost called. It's my golden cross to bear. Okay. <laughs> you see the reference there? Man, or hugging uh-huh, and carrying uh-huh, that cross yeah, yeah. made me laugh. Or so WKRP in Shinsinnati. Shitsinnati. Sorry. Shitsinnati. Yeah. Shitsinnati. Because it's a bad place with a crappy radio station. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Here are these emails. Uh, I got three. They're all short and uh, worth reading. Uh, these came to us at filmsack at gmail.com. We love hearing from you fine folks. Louise from Australia starts us off with hello, guys. Love your show. 
wanted to make two comments about recent episodes. Number one, you were discussing who would play Zorro in this day and age. And I had to think on what I uh, would like. And I think, what about Pedro Pascal? Uh, he isn't quite as handsome, yes. uh, but he played Aubergine Martel in Game of Thrones. Pretty, uh, it's a pretty similar character. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, and I actually agree with that. I think Pedro Pascal yeah, would be a great, great be a great choice, yeah. yeah. He'd be like the... It's like Bond and Daniel Craig. Kind of ugly and rugged and weird. Not, You know what I mean? Right, but it works. But it, it works, works yeah. yeah. It works not, even not, better. Not typical handsome. Yeah. A different I wouldn't kind, say ugly, but not Different kind handsome, of handsome, like, you know? Yeah, like not it's Hollywood not, handsome. Yeah, not Hollywood which is what I've always really liked about the newer Bonds. But anyway, one uh, number two, one of the best calls I've ever heard on your show came from Brian Ibbett on the Alien 3 episode when Randy said, after all the cryo sleeps, Ripley's like 500 years old by now. And Brian said, quote, well... Her underwear is. Ooh, she says. <laughs> I forgot you did that. Uh, thanks for the laughs and views from Australia. And then she says, oi, for some reason. Why would she say oi? I don't know. Oi. Oi. That underwear. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's one from Skip Curtis, uh, which you should never do. He's from Brewer, Maine. Wouldn't go out there if I were you. <laughs> says, during the one about the hatchet and your Tony Todd discussion, y'all were talking about Tony being given the chance to do his best work. Dunaway slipped in the comment, quote, don't call us Tony Todd. We'll call you five times. I salute you, sir. Keep on sacking Skip Curtis. Nice little, man jokes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Finally, NKG. Uh, hello, wonderful sackers. I have a quick question about the Aliens franchise. Couldn't a xenomorph easily be defeated by sprinkling baking soda on it? Oh. Uh, also, you should consider watching A Boy and His Dog. It's a post-apocalyptic sex oh, romp with a talking yes. dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not a movie that is made for sacking that I don't know what is. Thank you for the many hours of entertainment, and double thank you for watching these Kevin awful movies when I don't Costner? have to. Uh, no. A Boy and His Dog is... Um, it's old, isn't it? It's uh, like one of... It's an early Don, George Lucas thing? Don Johnson, right? Not George Lucas, is it? But Don Johnson's in it, I think. Don Johnson. Oh, uh, Don yeah. Johnson, who's the yeah, the lead. that's yeah. right. That's yeah, what was used. Yeah, yeah, Harlan Ellison. Yeah. What it was? What was right. I thinking? There was a uh, George Lucas connection, but I'm not saying it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know there was yeah. a Tim Burton. There's mm-hmm. a Tim Burton movie that's sort of. What am I thinking of? <laughs> so uh, okay, so everything I've ever clicked on. So did like in the last couple of months, did Tubi TV. By mm-hmm. everything in the whole universe, mm. because every freaking movie that I search for <laughs> is on Tubi TV with limited commercial interruptions. I mean, every freaking movie. I should use old. this service. It sounds like. Oh it's, my gosh, it's ridiculous, and the ads are very minimal. Okay, maybe that's why they get so many. Is because they're like, hey, we're doing ads. Oh, cool. We'll put our movies on ship. We'll just get free yeah. money from you. Yeah, right. Probably it. Oh, look at all this. This is a cool. St- okay, I'm signing up today. Uh, one, <laughs> so you have to sign up. One, is is Fox somehow or another? I don't know if they took all their Disney money they got <laughs> and went and bought all this, but I mean, all the stuff is crazy. Yeah, stuff. they own it all now. Um, I got a question though. Uh, this thing about aliens and the xenomorph easily defeated by baking soda. Yeah, I was curious about that too. How how does that work? It dries them out, know. right? Is that is it? That the is that the idea, or is it to do with know. their acid in their blood? I have no idea. I mean, does it? Oh, is it? Does it counter acid? Is that the? Oh, maybe thing? that's it. Right. It's, a, it's like it's a base, right? It's, it's an antacid. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know how that would work. Plus, it dries things out too, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, right? but, but you think like salt on a snail kind of thing, right? Like that's right, right. <laughs> could you just salt the alien? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's find out. Next time you run into a xenomorph, yeah. throw some salt in his face. Yeah, see what happens? Yeah, why not? Who's who's the wiser? None of us. That's right. who. Uh, <laughs> It'd be uh, great to do that and just oh shit! Why didn't we do this in oh, the, in the uh, hmm. back on the Nostromo? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you could also, use. Oh, that would be great because then you could use one of those uh, those salt guns. The ones that they for, used to shoot flies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I've been hit the, with salt the guns. Assault it's not rifle, working. The assault rifle, I think, is what that thing right. is called. That's yeah. what it's called. You're a right. assault rifle. The slow motion videos of of flies getting blasted with that thing yeah. used to be one of my favorite so things good. on the internet. I yeah. used to. Uh, I got hit once with one. A, a crazy <sighs> uh, farmer guy that lived near us. If you crossed his land, he would shoot at you with his salt gun. And he wow. hit me in the thigh once, and it was bad. It really hurt. Oh, I didn't yeah. think those things had a range. Get out of here. Yeah. They don't have a the, uh, salt gun oh. doesn't have a range, but like maybe he shot you with like a like a, a bean gun, like a, a BB gun. Yeah. Well, all I know is it had salt in it because when it hit me, I had to pull chunks of rock salt out of my leg. Oh, wow. And it hurt. Like, That's a different kind of salt gun. I know what that is. It might, Ooh, might had be a, like a shotgun. With I had a, I had an air rifle that you could put dried beans into, and man, that was whew. Oh, I bet that that's was, sting. Yeah, that, we it, used to. I mean, planting was a snap. It only <laughs> it only had a range of like twenty feet, but yeah. man, if, if you were I close have, to it, it hurt. Yeah, I still have BBs embedded in my under my skin. What are you talking about? Do you really? Really? BB guns. BB guns are bad. Yeah, they can be. I know. Like Nick, Nick poked himself with a when he was little. He poked himself with a with a long pencil lead, and the pencil lead is still in his arm all these years later, like fifteen mm-hmm. years later. So there's you, uh, you kind of slid past James Bond there a minute ago. I wanted. I just want to ask anybody got a a favorite for the next James Bond right now? I'm actually mm. all on board for Idris Elba. I know it sounds trite now because everyone mm-hmm. says that, but I really think he'd be great. He would be, and great. I mean, and I mean, two two strikes against him. He's not Scottish, and he's too old. Uh, but yes, I think it would be very interesting, maybe as a one-off. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's true. And, you're and, not going to get a you're not going to get a giant franchise out of him. That's a good and point. also uh, all of my favorites are now too old. Like ten yeah. years ago, I was calling for like Ewan McGregor, Gerard Butler. Uh, can you imagine how good Gray Scott would have been? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. But uh, they're all in their 50s now. Uh, Scott's especially. He's like 55 now. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know who's who's who could do it. I, I'm rooting for James McAvoy, but even he at, I guess, like 41, 42, I feel like he's a little old. Let's see, I don't know. 40, it, feels um, like you need to, it feels like you need to start being James Bond in your early 30s to have a shot, you know? Well, when did Daniel Craig start? Um, cause he always seemed like he started old, uh, cause yeah, he is like currently, he's, he's a, he's 53 now. So he, he started when he was about 38. Um, wow. I mean, is that right? What about, uh, uh, Nicolaj, uh, uh, Jamie Lannister? Oh, he's, a, he's all right. Um, We're about the right age, not, not even, and, not even close to Scottish, not, not even British, British, not British, but, not Scottish, but still. But you know, they, 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 uh, they've always claimed uh, that Denmark was, you know, uh, uh, an extended part of Great Britain, right? <laughs> um, I mean, is it a rule? Because he could probably do British. Or is he in Glen too? Uh, he's fifty-one, so I don't know if that's too, too old. old. Uh, oh, he's fifty-one. Jeez, yeah. Well, he certainly yeah. doesn't Jeez. again oh, time, is, time is past really weird i feel like we're all still living in 2011 right now yeah like you know like like in terms of actors and how old they are yeah 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 uh, it's it's, it's too bad it's too bad that we didn't get a david Tennant as 
James Bond run. Yeah, yeah it's too late. He would have been incredible. Just imagine. Too, I think too, too comical looking. Like too, too skinny. I don't know. Too skinny. Oh, really? If he yeah. did the, don't you think if he did the, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's the uh, Indian actor who worked out every day and became? Bob? Oh yeah, Kamal right. Uh, son Johnny or whatever it is. Uh, Johnny. Yes. Yes. No. 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 Nanjani. No. no. Uh, are you confusing a com- stand-up comic? Yeah, that's him. But you, when he plays an Indian sometimes on The Simpsons. No, not him. Is that you're thinking no, of? No, 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 no. You're talking. No, he's in the Eternals. Yeah, he the Eternals. The, Eter- the Eternals. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, this, um, the yeah, guy from the guy from Kamal Nanjiani. Kumail Nanjiani. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Yeah. Can, like David Scott Tennant said that like eight minutes ago. Yeah, it's yeah. fine though. David Tennant <laughs> just needs to do the Kumail Nanjiani thing and also lose 15 years because he's 50. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Wait, yeah. can, that dude's 50? Yeah, David Tennant's 50. Everyone's 50. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> everyone's <Yeah>. 50. <laughs> I don't know if you got noticed, but everyone seems to be 50. What's going on? Right. What about that other guy who's in the Kingsman movies? Um, oh, yeah, he's really good. Uh, oh, uh, pff, <sighs> hold on. Well, this well, gotta, Matt Smith. Flash. Let's bring Matt. While we're, while we're on David Tennant. No, he's Smith, too old. Matt Smith Matt Smith's in his 50s, That's too. interesting. Matt Smith's old. He's like the rest of us. Um, Taron Egerton. I, I would. I would disagree about his. No, being 50 not the since young. He's kid. only thirty-eight and born in nineteen eighty-two. Um, who? Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Matt Smith. Oh, Mark Strong's older than us, though. I yeah. like Mark. Oh, Strong. is he? Is he? Yeah, I guess he is. I like him a lot. Fifty-eight. Oh, Smith. No, wow. I'm sorry. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Sorry. Forty-eight. Okay. All right. Forty-eight. <laughs> well, that's the same. Get him age in for as, a few movies. Yeah, but that's the same age as your. Uh, the other guy we just talked about that we said he was too old for. Oh, Idris Elba is forty-eight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, at least James McAvoy is uh, early forties. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think he, I think he would look and play the part just fine. Oh, Mark uh, Strong's just, a badass. That they, no one does bald yeah. as cool as him. Maybe yeah. Statham, but yeah. he's just so cool. How about Jason Statham? He's too old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and you have to have a full head of hair. Like James Bond is a is a freaking mess of hair. Mm. You know, whatever. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it's so it's baldest. Baldest. I, I made my I'm Daniel Craig my didn't have a full head of hair, <laughs> but they made it look like he did. Yeah, that's true. They could put a wig on I, him. <laughs> Imagine Statham. The problem with Statham, you can't put a wig on him. All we know him as is a good looking bald yeah, guy. Yeah, is a good looking bald guy. Exactly. Yeah, he yeah. can't Gerard suddenly Butler put hair on him. Been amazing. I I I miss that they that they didn't get to. I like have Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler be. I'm, yeah. I'm an I want unapologetic light and fan fun this time around. Since we just got through with Daniel Craig, I'm telling you, Matt Smith, 38. He'd Man, be fun, Matt Smith. silly. It's, we don't yeah. want silly. I we put it in serious. Discord just now. Look at him. He's in his little yeah, Matt there Smith. In Discord. I like Matt Smith more than David Tennant as a as a Bond. Yeah. Right? Um, but he's just uh, too. He's in the new House of the Dragon thing. He's gonna be busy. He is. Game of Thrones. Oh, that's out. only gonna last a season. He's got time. Uh, he's got time. I mean, to I hate to, for the Bond. I hate to suggest this, but uh, he's British. He's well, he's he's, he's not younger handsome, than us. Though he's a goofball. <laughs> Tom Hardy. What about we Tom Hardy? Somebody. Oh, I take oh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy would be good. Tom, they, Tom Hardy's on everyone's pretty. list as a as a candidate for this. Everybody wants. Oh, that. is I he think, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's not crazy. But I think that's leaning into the Daniel Craig area. I think we need to go. I think we need yeah. to like go in a full reverse pull, direction for a minute. Can we pull uh, Henry Cavill out of all the Superman stuff? And, oh my! Uh, oh my! Mm, no, no. <laughs> I, so I keep thinking. Mm, right. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's kind of a that's more of a back to like eighty uh, style uh, 
you know, yeah. he's that kind of thing. I, well, who's our guy? As, as much as he is, name. as much as, as sexy as he is, yeah, he does it physically. He's got an attraction to us, but but I just don't know if he has that yeah. emotional sexiness, that brooding that re- is required. Well, then Tom Hardy's your guy. Then I yeah. think Tom Hardy. Yeah, I think he's got there's something about him. He's mysterious. Yeah, listen, and, these Venom movies can't go on forever. He's he's free. He's he's open. He's yeah. available. Well, he's got Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is very on the surface. He makes a good Superman because Superman's kind of like that. He's like everything. Yeah. He he is like an open book. Oh, yeah. this just got added to the 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 cast list for George Miller's Untitled Mad Max project, which is the Furiosa story. <laughs> now lists him as a as as Max. That's interesting. Really? But this takes place before it does. So I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, are we going to jump around? It's, be, right, it's not even. It's not even Charlize, right? It's like a yeah younger actri- actress playing. It's Furiosa. what's her name from uh, the chess lady? Um, right, 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 right. The Vavitch. The Vavitch. Yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, she's just the Vavitch. That's what we're going to call the her. Vavitch. Yeah, yeah, forever. I've almost Queens forgotten Vavitch. that we're doing film sack right the now. The Queens of Vavitch. I've almost forgotten. Oh, are we like, still, are we just hanging are out? We still recording? Just hanging out? Are we still recording? <laughs> Yeah, we are. Yeah, we fire up out. some drawful while we're at it. Here. We should we probably tell people it. what uh, our movie is next week. It was one Ibit scraped up, and it looks amazing. Yes. Uh, what is it? This called? movie is uh, Motel we'll go Hell. We're going to watch Motel Hell. Uh huh. Another 19. Not Motel Hello, but Motel Hell. Right. That's right. There is yes. no Motel. This is Hello. 19. Another 1980. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie that I remember as a kid seeing previews and trailers for, and never getting the chance to see it because I was too young. Apparently, parents thought Garp was fine, but Motel Hell was out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's on uh, Amazon Prime for us. And man, I only recognize two names in the cast list. Yeah. Uh-huh. I tell me, like, and one of them, or one of them's Wolfman Jack. Who's the other yeah, one? Randy? John Ratzenberger. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyone who watched uh, TV in the 70s knows Elaine Joyce, too. At yeah, least if yeah, you watched yeah. Match Game, <laughs> yes, Elaine Joyce was history. frequently bottom right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. I uh, can't picture uh, Elaine Joyce. Let me give you a link to, okay. like, you see her and you'll be like, oh, yeah, Elaine Joyce. Oh, and if, yeah. if you're out there and you're and you're like me and you it's it's on Pluto TV with ads as well. Cool. Okay. So everything on Pluto is ads, right? Right. Everything on Tubi and Pluto is ad driven with limited commercial interruptions. But you know, if you don't have the Amazon Prime Video for some reason, you don't want to go pony up the money. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Elaine Joyce made uh, five appearances on The Love Boat as five different characters. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, three appearances or two appearances on Fantasy Island as two different characters. Uh, oh, wow. Two different characters on Heart to Heart. I mean, I guess I guess I saw Elaine <laughs> 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 Joyce a lot in the, yeah. in the 80s, oh, there's 70s, a lady. 80s. There's a lady again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Every, you're not kidding about everything. Yeah. There's so much movies on here. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Tubi. Good Lord. All right. Tubi. Tubi. Tubi that's where it's at. All right. Well, that's uh, going to do it for the show. So check that out next week. Again, that was on Prime, right? We're telling people Prime? Prime. Uh, Prime. Prime. Yes. Prime Motel. proper and Motel Hotel TV Hell. as a backup. Right. As a backup. Okay. Motel Hell. That's what we're watching. So be here for that. I'm actually really looking forward to it. It looks like the perfect Sacktober movie. So very excited. Uh, filmsack.com in the meantime is our website filmsack at gmail.com is that email address do not be afraid to use it and use it as often as you want twitter.com slash filmsack if you're trying to follow us there 
And you can leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That helps us a lot. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Yes, I am weird. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.